Louder! And it's time for the Gore and More Podcast. Gonna have a good time. Gonna have a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have a good time. We're going on now. A ball break, walking in and head in the moonlight. We'll be the sweets all day. I swear, we'll never part. Going on a ball break, running in the sand, feeling alright. And what's up, Gorehounds? Welcome to the Goremore Podcast. I am that not so mean fluff master supreme, Big Johnny D, bringing it in as always. However, I do not bring this shit show in alone. For with me as of today, let's see, what do we have? Psychic something. Psychic sons of bitches. There you go. Works for me. That's fine with me. I love it. Let's keep it going. So before we get into this amazing episode, let me do roll call. So, of course, we have the Chad Daddy himself, the Dark Lord of Knowledge, Mr. Chad Chrisman. What's up, bitches? We have the Duke of the Dead, the Lord Scuba Cabra, and so many more that I can't even just go into that. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Steve Vasquez. Hola, como estas? And guest host today, because we are missing our meat mountain, because, well, he's chilling on the beach with the family. Uh-huh. But we have the redhead of the dead herself, Miss Heather Die. What's up, Gorehounds? Welcome, welcome. Today is September 15th, 2022. And we have, well, a head spinny kind of an episode today. But first, as always, Scuba, if you could, please. Wait, 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 wait. Did you say September 15th? Did I? Oh, my God. August. Dude, you're still August. recovering wait. from the con. <laughs> no, I am. All right. A, yes. B, um, I already started buying Halloween shit yesterday when I came home <laughs> from the con, so I'm already kind of a month ahead. So, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Scratch that from the record. August 15th, 2022. <laughs> Thank you, Chad. Daddy. Uh, for that. I didn't even catch it, so. <laughs> yeah, I missed it. I, I mean, don't look at any of the pumpkins or anything behind me or <laughs> any fucking means. But yeah, man, we have an awesome episode. But ski- Steve, if you could, please. Ladies and gentlemen, it is now time for your salad. Thank you, buddy. So, you know what? We're going to start right off with our guest host, Heather. How you been? All right. I've been great. Well, I mean, my brother just called me the other day and he was like, how are you? How are you doing? I was like, I'm freaking fantastic. He was like, why? I was like, because I just got back from Monster Mania. So that was a blast because I got to meet Johnny and Bobby for the first time. And I met so many new people. Oh, oh my gosh. It was so much fun. Oh, but the the top, the, the tip of the cake was meeting Lance Hendrickson with Bobby. We waited in line together for like an hour and 15 minutes, hour and a half. So I got to just chill and talk to him that whole time. And then we got to meet Lance and he is the nicest dude ever, man. He like made a special connection with nice. every person that he didn't autograph with. Like he was just, he was so sweet. He took forever. That's why the line took so long because he takes his time with everybody. Better than Busey's special connections. <laughs> oh. uh, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that yeah, yeah. That'll, that'll get touched on. Wait. Poor choice of words. Poor search. We'll talk about like Busey. We're going to get canned right now. Holy fuck. <laughs> <All right>. Anyway, <laughs> sorry. I'll keep going. Um, but, oh, I was really proud of myself because 
I literally did not spend a penny. I spent $75 for my ticket and then gas and tolls to get there. I brought my own food. I brought my own alcohol and I didn't buy a single piece of merchandise. So you are way better than me. Fuck that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I had a blast. You know what That's was awesome? Was the panels and meeting all these people and meeting Lance Hamperson. I didn't oh, have to man. pay getting his the... autograph. I got to meet him. That was good enough for me. Getting getting the getting the stuff from the vendors is half the fun. Dude, that's all the fun for me. Yeah. yeah. Same. Yeah, agreed. I had to buy a whole different piece of luggage to get my damn Kandarian dagger <laughs> yeah, through on the airplane <laughs> with me. Noted. Yes. Like that right there. I mean, hanging out with the boys is great, but buying the shit that you can't find anywhere else. I mean, I was like, fuck, the guys are going to have to fucking ship this to me. And no, I went to Burlington, bought a big ass fucking duffel bag and brought that bitch home with me. That's impressive, though, Heather, honestly, because, yeah. like, yeah. there's no – I do not have the willpower to go in nope. and not come out with merch. Same. Right. Well, Some my lifestyle kind of merch, whatever, whatever it is. My lifestyle is changing so dramatically. I'm, like, wanting physical possessions less and less. I'm trying to downsize. So my mentality is, like, changing. Not that I don't want to collect horror stuff, but I don't know. It's no, not fair. as hard. It's not as hard to not buy as it used to be. Minimalistic. I like it. Where, where, where? Indeed. All right. Anything else you'd like to add on before we hand it over to Scoops? Um, I don't think so. All righty. Scoop Steve. How have you well, been, buddy? I've been pretty fucking good, man. I, uh, at the beginning of this year, I said out loud to myself, this is going to be my year. And so year Scoop. this has been the year of Scoop. Number 22 is my lucky number. So I was like, yeah. yeah. 2022 is going to be my motherfucking year. And let me tell you what, I have not been fucking disappointed. Last week was the last work week working for the school district I was working for. I used the last of my vacation time on Thursday and Friday. So technically Wednesday was my last day because I didn't go in on Thursday or Friday. Um, so I just kind of had a boy. Boom, I got it home and just like fucking just chilled. And then Saturday was that your I, Halloween uh, marathon? Yes, with the girl. Yeah. She never, she had never seen Halloween, and I was nice. I don't even know why I'm disappointed anymore when she says things, you know, when she's like, "Oh, I haven't seen this, I haven't seen that." She, I I just forget she's not from here. So well, there, and you didn't find her in like the horror community. Exactly. Either. You exactly. know what I mean? So you, yeah, yeah, you gotta take it with that too. You know, granted, she loves horror stuff. Like, like no, she no, has. No, I know, but yeah, she's just not. She's more into like horror photo shoots. So she has, she had this idea for, for photo shoots that she made come to life and it was called my gory story. So every photo set was a different story that she came up with. It was fucking awesome, but she's not a real big horror movie person. I mean, she is now because of course that's all I ever fucking watch is horror movies. But um, yeah, so we, we watched, you know, we watched some movies and made a rewatch return of the living dead. And uh, yeah, we just had a chill two days with each other. And then Saturday, me and my ghost hunting team went back to one of the most haunted locations in the state of Texas, Yorktown Memorial Hospital. A buddy of mine was the sponsor for this investigation. So he rented out the, the hospital overnight. It was his first ever paranormal investigation, has never been to any kind of paranormal investigation before. And he walked in as a skeptic and walked out with shit in his pants. 
That's all I'm going to say. He did not spend the literally. Night. No, not literally. Oh, but uh, we uh, he wore we the brown always pants, stay. Hopefully. He did wear the brown pants. All right. But uh, we uh, you know we always stay overnight at any location that we go to. We did our last push probably about three three o'clock. You know they give that last hour. Four o'clock came around. We're getting ready to turn down. He's like, "All right, guys, I'm going back to Corpus." I'm like what? It was like a fucking almost two hour drive. I'm like, what? What do you mean? Like, we're going to sleep. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not sleeping here. I'm not sleeping here. I'm gonna drive back. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? But there was good reason. So, we're doing a uh, uh, a session in one of the rooms, a EVP session, and we're getting all kinds of fucking weird shit happening. We're hearing all noises. We split up into two teams. One team went downstairs in the basement. And one team went upstairs to the second floor. Um, and that place is super echoey. You try to tiptoe in that building, you're going to hear it across the hallway. So there was really no way that anybody could have snuck up on us or anything at all. And we had cameras everywhere. We had motion detection detectors everywhere. Well, we're sitting there and I'm like, uh, if something's out there, throw something, make a noise. Well, we heard a fucking noise in the hallway. <laughs> So Danny's already on edge. He's got goosebumps. Ben's freaking out. I'm freaking mm. out because they're freaking the, they're freaking out and it's freaking me they're out. They're freaking me out, man. Yeah, yeah. Out, man. So, you know, when I'm with Joe and Mike, we're good because, you know, they don't freak out. So I don't freak out. And if I do freak out, they're like, calm the fuck down. And I'm like, okay, that wasn't the situation. Scoobs was in charge upstairs and Scoobs was on fucking edge. So... I'm trying to be big, big boss, man. And I'm like, okay, if there's something here in here, uh, go ahead and make the noise again. I bet you won't. Well, then we hear this loud fucking bang down the hallway, scared the living fucking piss out of Danny, which in turn scared the living piss out of me because he jumped out of his seat and scared me. And you know what? I'm just going to play the video for you guys. I was going to say, why don't we just I load it at up. this shit? Let's roll that footage right here. This beetle. Did it go up again? All right, if there's somebody in the hallway, throw something again. You won't. Oh, shit! <laughs> so right as I say, right as I say, you won't, you hear something get thrown in the fucking hallway. Like, and, and Danny immediately fucking jumps up. So where he was sitting... There was a hole in the wall, like the all the sheetrock was missing from that section of the wall, so you could see right into the fucking hallway. Okay. And so when we walked in, I was gonna initially sit in that chair, and I said, "No, no, I'm not sitting with a fucking hallway to my back. Not gonna fucking happen. Is not gonna fucking happen." So I sat in the chair so that way I could at least look. And uh, yeah, so that was it for Danny right there. He uh, <laughs> he pretty much was like, "Okay, I believe. I'm a fucking believer. I'm a fucking believer." Well, I called the guys on the radio thinking maybe they're fucking with us. And they're like, dude, we're in the fucking basement. And I'm like, you're fucking full of shit. So we get up and we go, look, sure as shit, there's nobody there. We walk downstairs thinking maybe I'll catch the guys on the first floor. Well, they were walk. They like five minutes later, they came walking up from the basement. And I was like, dude, you're not going to believe what the fuck happened. So I watched the footage from the cameras that we had in the hallway. Nobody fucking ever went upstairs. Don't know what the sound was. But Danny was done after that. 
I'm we saying, tried. Dude, it sounded so quiet, like nobody was farting in there and getting away with it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like it was pretty. Yeah. So we did a we did solo walkthroughs of uh, of the place as well, and um, the solos went a little better than. Uh, well, for me, they 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 did pretty good. Um, yeah. So Danny was the first one. So, okay, here, and I haven't told Danny. So if he's watching this, he's going to get really pissed. So the way we decided who was going to go first in these walkthroughs, we put names in the hat and whoever name we drew went first. This is fair. Well, what yeah. Danny didn't know is we all wrote Danny. Oh, <laughs> dicks. <laughs> nice. He obviously so, didn't write his name. So he, there had to be like one rando, right? <laughs> No, he wrote his name. He wrote it because that was the thing is we all were going to write our own names. Oh, yeah. And so he. uh, Nice. Yeah, he 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 was the first one to go up and. uh, He he did okay at first. We got him to go into the uh, the chapel area and we were telling him to read from the book of Revelation and he his anxiety just got to him and he just came to the front. He's like, I can't move. I can't fucking move. I can't move. So. He was like, I'm done. I'm fucking done. So he never left the fucking lobby area to go into the building by himself. Yo, which, man, that, I could see that, dude. That probably fucks him fuck really with some VR. Dude. Oh, dude. Yeah, it's scary. So I'm going to play y'all one more clip real quick because this was my walkthrough. Mr. Badass Ghost Hunter Scuba. Listen for the little bitty tap that, that I hear. The that, itty bitty titty tap. All there's right. a little baby tap. Listen. Nope, 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 nope. What that video doesn't show was after I said, nope, 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 I took off running down the fucking hallway. And I did see that part. The worst chills, dude. I felt like something was behind me. Like, I don't know, man. What do you think? and I was like trying to get catch myself, and I'm like, oh fuck. And then the guys were like, You gotta go upstairs. We're doing like an impractical jokers thing. You can't say no. You have to do what the other right, guys right, said. Right, you know. Right. So yeah, that was it. Came home, passed the fuck out because I did not sleep at all. Crashed the fuck out. Did my first day of my new job today, and it was fucking Woo! awesome. And now I'm here, and now Chad Daddy, it's your turn, baby. <laughs> Well, I didn't do much, you know, did some housework and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, I think that's basically all I did all week was just hang around the house, do yeah. some housework. Yeah. It's kind of, and, uh, um, loving it. So yeah. And, and, and Friday, you know, I'm sitting there, yeah, you know, I'm making dinner Friday night and I'm sitting there playing some music on, uh, Spotify on the little kitchen display and got into some eighties jams playing. And, uh, the heat is on by Glenn Fry came on. I'm like, the heat is on. like I kind of want to hear the rest of the soundtracks. I put on some Beverly Hills cop and I'm sitting there digging. I'm like, I think I'm going to watch, watch Beverly Hills cop. There you so go. Friday. So Friday night, I watched Beverly Hills cop. You were supposed to watch sorority boys. I know, but fuck you. Beverly Hills. I can't Cop's find my DVD. Boy. I was trying to find it. For I got to look harder. That, I got to look harder. Four people that know that we're actually, that are us. Uh, <laughs> there was a really crazy uh, sorority boys discussion in the Gormore chat. Yeah, there was. <laughs> it, all, it all started because of the whole. Um, oh, because Steel, Steel City. City. Right, yeah. right, right, right. Yeah, because they're having the Because yeah, Rosenbaum's going to be there next week, next uh, in December. I love Rosenbaum. Yeah, he, did you see uh, Welling's going to be there too? Little oh, super, yeah, right? you told me that. Yeah, Smallville. That thick ass man. 
So Brody says uh, Steve's film was better than Nope. What's <laughs> <laughs> up, so Brody? By the way, welcome. He's probably welcome not wrong. I'm in, I'm in no rush to go see that. Yeah, don't go. Don't, don't watch it again. Yeah, no. Yeah, don't I mean that's, it. dude. That's two of our boys that both said it. Yeah. So it's a nope. Yeah. It's a nope. Yeah, for yeah, me. It's a nope for no. It's so funny because no no. like like the norm like the everyday everyday people that go to see movies like us, you know that aren't the total fanboys, you know, they're saying, eh, it's a pretty shitty movie, but you can always tell the Jordan Peele fuck boys that are just beating off to this movie. Oh, it's awesome. It's another home run for Jordan Peele. I'm like, it's not what I'm hearing. Mm-mm. Yeah. I mean, it made dude, no that's, sense. that's for, listen, they that directors have those fanboys for everybody. You know what I yeah, mean? And everybody says the same thing. The whole subplot with the monkey was a better than the actual movie itself. And I didn't even understand you, the subplot. All right. It made I, no sense. I have no like besides what you guys have told me. I yeah, like yeah, nope. I have no I'm reason good. to see it. So I'm good. You want to go see? Nope. 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 I'm good. Nope. Hmm. Oh, I did have one other thing, but if you want, we could save it for nerd news. If it's nerd news, then yes, I'll ask to save it. Chad. Yes. Uh, you know, aside from that, didn't do much. You know, got some. Uh, we started some Christmas shopping for the kids on Saturday. Extremely uh, you early. Know, okay. No, the wife's already there was, started ours. There oh, was, wow. We went to Walmart. We had no intention of doing it, and there were just so many toys clearance. There are like these really nice Nerf guns. My son's really into Nerf guns now. So I, I miss these, those days. I miss right? those days where my kids were okay with just toys, but Mm-mm. normally he's not. He hasn't been. He always wants like Switch games and stuff like that. Hey, but ever since we moved here and his cousin lives next door, they play the shit out of Nerf. So I'm going to get him a couple more Nerf guns. Hell yeah. Scoobs, at one point when you finally kick them all out, they'll actually start appreciation. Start just appreciating like socks straight yeah. up. Dude. You know, yeah. you know what oh, all yeah. happens, dude. Come on. Yeah. You're like, dude, oh my God, a- I don't have to buy socks. Oh my God. Like, you dude, it is such, it's a, it is such a thoughtful gift. Yeah. It really is, dude, because <laughs> is. I never remember yeah. to buy socks, dude. <laughs> I love a nice, a brand new cushy pair of socks. They're so fucking great. Steph yeah. is constantly buying me socks. <gasps> Should that be something we should try to sell? Is just some Gornmore socks too? That sounds like I'll be, be down for that. Gornmore like socks that? with our faces on them. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, cartoon versions of your faces. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so Chad, Daddy, anything else? Sorry. Uh, yeah. So, oh, and and what's really funny is uh, we bought a bunch of stuff for the kids, and I found the uh, I don't know if you remember this past year they reissued a bunch of the old uh, Beast Wars Transformers. Yeah. Right. I fuck. I fucking bought Scorponok for fifteen bucks. Oh shit! I bought it. Oh. Like, uh, do I want to keep this for the kid or myself? You're getting yeah. your wife yelling at you. Yeah, yep. Yeah. I called out. She said, "Yelled <laughs> at me for buying them." She, I have so many freaking socks. It's it's. And then she bought me these. The last batch she got me was uh, Sonic the Hedgehog socks, and half of them don't even fit over my wide feet, so it kind of sucks. Steph, you go get them socks. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I hate best- when I get gifted socks and they don't go over my calves because I'm not a muscular guy, but my calves are the shit. Same. I will put Same. my calves up against anybody's calves. My calves are fucking beasts, but I wear long socks and they just, they don't go over my fucking calves. I have the same problem, I buddy. I hate long socks, dude. I love long socks. I can't no. wear ankle socks. I cannot. I got- all day, dude. That's I all- can't, bro. I can't. Ankle, ankle socks or naked feet, bro. See, and that's I'm back, why I don't I'm back and forth. I only wear long socks when I'm wearing boots, but otherwise, Mm. yeah, short socks. 
Yeah, Steph's a Sixers fan. Absolutely, Steph. Gore more approval. You can get them socks. Do not encourage her. Do not encourage her. I will totally encourage her. Do... But at least she gets Anyways. me cool. She gets me cool socks though. It's not like some kind of boring like right, tennis right. socks. They're like horror socks and Gil or not Gilmore girls. I was like Gilmore. Good God, Golden Girls. <laughs> Gilmore I would girl totally socks. rock Golden Girl socks, bro. Yeah. Oh, I do. Yeah. They're great. Yeah, Jump I do. I am that dude that just like I'm gonna get the most usage out of it until I have to like it deteriorates. You know, like, once you the know toe's I mean? sticking out, it's pretty much yeah, it's done. all the usage you're gonna get out of it. It's buddy. done. Listen, that's what happens when you work in steel toes every fucking day, man. Socks <laughs> just get ruined. That's why I don't get nice good socks because there's no point, dude. You know what I mean? They won't last. It's very true. Anyways, uh, that's about it. Yeah. So uh, back to you, Big Johnny D. Uh, what did I do? Absolutely nothing. Um. <laughs> no i went with the wife to monster mania never been it was awesome met a bunch of friends spent way too much fucking money um i did not meet anybody because personally that's just not my bag i just like i'm there for seeing the art of the cosplays and the art of the vendors like that's the there biggest thing for me bought the sweet fucking hat among a bunch of other things and this fucking amazing pillow and I just abs fucking that's fuck that is yeah. and I know that's fucking great. I know Chad Daddy definitely mentioned on that. And uh there was one vendor dude, and I've always okay, so like every show, and as you guys know, there's always like soap vendors and shit like that. And I never buy it, dude, but I'm always like, man, maybe I should, you know, like why not? Like probably some really good fucking soap. So this one lady had it, dude, and the one bar I picked out was this awesome little book of the dead necronomicon nice. yeah yeah nice. soap of the dead baby anyway nice. um it's a nice plum cider smell and uh we we bought a bunch of shit dude the wife bought stay puffed marshmallow body gel um smells fucking delicious what the fuck else dude we got some other shit we got the daughter like this weird cat i don't know if it's um supposed to be the cat from pet cemetery or not but uh that one smells pretty good. It's like a raspberry. But yeah, dude, it was it was a fucking awesome con. So many vendors, dude. There was shit even into the third day that I was just like, how the fuck did I not see that? Because <laughs> you just don't. And lesson learned. And for PSA, for anybody else, if you only see one to two items and you think they might have storage in the back, do yourself a favor and just buy it then if you were considering just trying to come back and see it. All because... right, what you missed out on? Uh, I was going to get another one of these pillows for my sister, and that sold out. And then they also had an Ecto Cooler candle, which was also sold out the next time we tried to go back. Um, I feel like there was one other thing, maybe, but I can't remember. Oh, actually, yes, there was. So there was a dude selling these books, and it was uh, it, it, it's like he's got three books. It's like a series he was trying to write, and it's called Spooky Basement. Kind of gives me goosebumps. Oh, I know vibes. that guy. Um, he was selling books and shirts. The shirts were like five bucks. So anyways, like I noticed when I walked by and he had his video game of his own shit too, which was cool. Ooh, I was like, what? Like, yeah, it was on old yeah. school NES. It was sweet. Um, so anyways, like I was doing that thing in between nights where like, you know, you go back and you look at the hashtag for the Instagram. Cause if you're doing cosplay, you're seeing if anybody fucking put your photos up, blah, 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 blah. And I see that dude's post and I'm looking at one of the cover art and the cover art. I'm like, well, bro, that's very Ghostbusters-esque. It's straight up, like, and the reason I said that is because on the side, it doesn't look exactly, but it's, like, a solid 90%. It's the fucking boogeyman, dude, from Real jo Real Ghostbusters. Oh, I fucking nice. hate that bastard. Yeah, dude, I watched that episode today with my daughter, too, just because of it. And 
in the front, there's this weird like French ghost chef. And I don't, I asked him, I was like, is that actually from the video game Sanct of a Slime? And he's like, no, he's like, not specifically. He's like, there is a French ghost though in there. He's like, you know, your Ghostbuster shit. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we started going on that shit. But anyways, he was out of that book that I wanted, but they had the shirt. So at least I got the shirt. And because I, he said I was the only person that's ever brought up is that about real from real Ghostbusters. And he said, nobody's ever noticed that before. I'm like, how, how <laughs> I'm like, anybody that I feel like has ever watched that show. And like boogeyman is a pretty specific fucking yep, looking guy he is, you know, weird little goat legs, giant fucking head <laughs> with crazy spiky mullet from fucking, uh, what's his name from fucking lost boys. Um, but yeah, like, so he threw me a different book and it's all about like some crazy video game shit where they, they all mold together and like, I don't know. So, and then he wrote some cool stuff in it and he just threw me that for free. Cause I just bought a $5 shirt. I was like, Oh yeah. Wow. So Aww. that was awesome. I'm sad. I missed out on his book. He had one more. I was like, well, can I buy that? He's like, I already sold it. And the shittiest part is he's done. This was his last like pump to get rid of shit. And I was like, Oh God damn. No. He goes, maybe I'll reopen it in the future. He's like, but yeah. I was like, well, wow. fuck me sideways. So PSA from me, if you're thinking about getting it, just fucking bite the bullet and do it. Like treat yourself. Treat yep. yourself. Yep. I've learned that. Hey, yeah. Anthony. Hey, Joe. Oh, my goodness. Hey, what's up, guys? What's going on? Yes. <laughs> the wife bought this sweet Beavis and Butthead uh, House of a Thousand Corpses where they're Otis and Captain Spaulding. Nice. I saw y'all's cosplay, by the way. Y'all fucking killed it, man. Like, yeah, you, oh, you and Jen, you. both of y'all, both of y'all <laughs> fucking killed it. It was great. Dude, that was, uh, I, I got, it was sweet more on the uh, second day because she got to suffer with wearing a mask too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she I got to realize it, how shitty it is. Like, it's like, oh, I need air. It's like, fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, but I love but, that shit. Like, I love couples cosplays. You know what I mean? Like, I fucking love that shit. But here's the thing, and I kept yelling at her because, like, People wanted pictures and she thought they just wanted pictures of me, but it's like, no, they're talking to both of us. So she kept skirting to the side. I'm like, no, get your ass. In like, <laughs> but she, she doesn't really go to con. You know what I mean? So this was, yeah, she has, I'm not saying she hasn't like, she's done a few ghostbuster stuff with me and everything, but we haven't done where we've just gone ourselves since fuck man. 2013. Holy so, shit, dude. Damn. Oh, so John, so I got to ask you, um, how did this Yo. stack up to other cons? Because I know this was your first, it was my first time too, but I've been to the Hunt Valley one. But oh, you've been to a lot more horror cons than I have. So, I mean, this was like the biggest like horror con I've, well, I mean like, so it's okay, I, shouldn't say, I shouldn't say that because ScareCon back in like 2013 in those days was pretty fucking big. But this was pretty big in the fact that, because like those were at casinos and stuff. So like, there was a lot more traffic than even, you know what I mean? Like just like having a hotel. But the fact that this was just a hotel and you got motherfuckers in line for over four hours to meet David Arquette, which I'm sure David Arquette is an amazing soul, but fuck that mm -hmm. dude. I would never do right. that. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, there'd be some hard motherfuckers for me to real. I would really have to sit down and, and think about it for somebody to wait for four hours for it. Dude, I wouldn't even wait four hours for Robert Englund. Sorry, not happening. The only thing I've ever waited for that long, I think, was like when the Nintendo Wii was coming out, dude. And I was like, I'm going to fucking do the Black Friday, blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? That bullshit. And that was it. And yeah, I, I was like, eh, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I, for a person, eh. I don't know, man. 
don't yeah, know, yeah, the dude. Just, the nah, Aliens man. reunion was was sweet. He says he thinks it might be the last one that they so, do on the East Coast. I couldn't see that because I was in line for the uh, costume contest. But I heard Lance Hendrickson was drunk off his fucking ass. I didn't know if he so, was drunk or if he was just acting kind of crazy like Busey. Well, I'm not going to hilarious, though. No, 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 no. I've heard from multiple sources that that dude was definitely hitting the south. That but, makes more sense because the next day when I met him, he seemed completely different. Hey, right. better to hit the sauce than hit the rocks like Boom. somebody at a Steel City Con last year. Boom. Um. Wait. Oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> So anyways, we're 30 minutes deep into the shit and we haven't even got here to what we're talking about. So fuck all this shit. I'm done. I'm out. We're here to talk about what we are here to talk about today. Yeah, buddy. Whose pick was this? This was mine. Chad Daddy, take it away. Okay, today we are here to talk about Stir of Echoes, released September 10th, 1999. And here's that sweet little plot rundown. Tom Witzke is a fairly typical working class guy living in Chicago with his wife Maggie and his son Jake. One night at a party, Tom gets into a lively discussion with his sister-in-law, Lisa, who believes in psychic communication and the power of hypnosis. He challenges Lisa to hypnotize him, and she plants in him a post-hypnotic suggestion to be more open-minded. But the results aren't quite what Lisa or Tom expected. Tom now senses an air of terrible dread throughout his house and is convinced that evil lurks just around the corner. He also sees the spirit of a girl from the neighborhood who disappeared months ago, and Jake sees the spirit as well. Over time, the young woman's story comes to the surface, and Tom begins a hunt for her body that puts him and his usually un understanding wife, Maggie, in grave danger. Ooh. Yeah. I like it. So this sweet baby was directed by David Kopp, who did Secret Window and Ghost Town, written also by David Kopp, who's done a lot of work, but mostly uh, most famous for like Jurassic Park and Spider-Man. And this is With also based on the book by Richard Matheson, who also wrote I Am Legend, and believe it or not, did the screen play for jaws 3d you know what i like jaws 3d and i'm gonna stand so on I. that hill same i don't care jaws at sea world is an awesome concept <laughs> and i fucking love it dude growing up sea world was my favorite place right? so, you know i yeah. fucking loved it i didn't have sea world because i'm fucking where the fuck i am so i had to go to canada to marine land which is we like had <laughs> sea world was a few hours away because it was over by uh it's very Aurora. fitting for more Jaws 3D, actually, because it's more. Although I got, I, I got to say, I never really understood SeaWorld being in such a landlocked area like that. Yeah, but it's gone now. Now it's just an empty lot. Um, uh, produced by Judy Hoffland, who did Eight Millimeter, who Brody just recently uh, discovered for the first time and is disappointed that he hasn't seen it before. It's a very fantastic movie. Uh, wow. Also, Murder on the Orient Express and Gavin Polona did uh, Panic Room and. Zombieland. Yay! Nice. Great movie. So, uh, who wants to do the next bit? Uh, Scuba? Heather? I'm going to say Heather. Yeah, All let right. Heather do it. Alright. Starting at the bacon. Mm -mm -mm. Starring Kevin Bacon, Friday the 13th, Tremors, and Wild Things, as well as many others, mm. as Tom Witzke, Catherine Urbe, mm. from, oh, the, that's right, Mighty Ducks, DT Mighty Ducks, Law and Order Criminal Intent, as Maggie Witzke, Zachary David Cope, the wedding singer, as Jake Witzke. I didn't know he was a wedding singer. Eliana Douglas, Kate Fear, the new guy, as Lisa. I hate her. Jennifer Morrison, House, Once Upon a Time, as Samantha Kozak. Lisa Wilde, 
Gilmore Girls. Yeah, she was so bad in Gilmore. I mean, she was so bitchy in Gilmore Girls. Dude, it took me. I was sitting throughout that whole movie trying to figure out where the hell I knew her from. I knew the second I saw her. (laughs) And and when I did the show notes this morning, I'm like, oh, God, that's right. (laughs) Hmm? Uh, How to Get Away with Murder as Debbie Kozak. Kevin Dunn, Godzilla and Transformers as Frank McCarthy. Lucia Struss. 51st Dates and Miss Congeniality 2 as Sheila McCarthy, Shallon Williams as Adam McCarthy, Connor O'Farrell, CSI Dark Skies as Harry Damon, and Steve Rickfkin as Kurt Damon. So, really quick, let me just say congratulations to you. And oh, are you going to say the same thing I, I was going to say? You did Go it ahead. so much better than Bobby. That's what, exactly <laughs> what I was going to say, John. Oh, I poor, was going to say, poor Bobby. better than Bobby. Poor, poor Bobby. Like, <laughs> you did not. Uh, poor we, love Bob. we love Bobby. We do. Like, <laughs> that motherfucker, man. Like, like I said, that dude. I, you know, I didn't even shout out to Bob. It was his birthday weekend, by the way. So yeah. I, yeah. I go back to the show. But it was only this. Dude, this is who I really, truly shout out. His lady Rebecca, she is awesome. Oh, yeah, as fuck. she threw this huge party, dude. Planned it with a couple of other Bob's friends, dude. Got a bunch of pizza, dude. It was a good time, big ass room. Uh, so he definitely had a good weekend. And fuck yeah, man, shout out to two of them. I hope they're yeah. enjoying themselves on the yeah, buddy, on the coast. But, anyways, let's continue this on, Steven. All righty. Ew, don't call me by my government name. Steve! <laughs> Music by Stevie. Stevie. Music by James Newton Howard, Flatliners and King Kong. Cinematography by Fred Murphy, The Mothman Prophecies and Freddy vs. Jason, two of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Edited by Jill Savitt, Buffy the Vampire Slayer and The Secret Window. Effects and makeup by John D. Milanak, The Relic, Texas Chainsaw Massacre oh, in the beginning. The Relic. I haven't seen That's that a movie I haven't seen. Yeah. That's a good one. Distributed by Artisan Entertainment, runtime of a hundred little people, MPAA huh? rating R. Budget twelve million, gross twenty one point one million dollars. They almost just flipped it. It was awesome. Yeah. yeah. Huh? All right. All right. So let's discuss. And I'm gonna even say it because I don't give a shit. Because this is an amazing fucking movie. Mm-hmm. Fuck yeah, it is. Uh Chad, thank you for throwing this in for this. Uh, I was I was happy to, and believe it or not, since this show started, I've been debating throwing this on. Ooh. But I always thought it was a little too high profile for us. You know, we kind of like more yeah. like like a Night of the Demons kind of stuff. But you know, you know just, what wh- though? I remember you guys hardcore being about that rule, and I feel like when you brought me in, I was just like, no nah, man, because I remember having this debate mm-hmm. with you guys, and I was like, listen, dude, you got to have a few high profilers in there. To get some people that would not normally watch us for all the other bullshit. Mm-hmm. I agree. Hey, we might check this one out because, you know what I mean? Way more of the field is going to scope that out. But anyway, sorry, continue. Bro. But yeah, this this was, you know, my pick. I've loved this movie ever since it first. I didn't get to see it in theaters, but I can't saw it when it first came out on uh, home video back in the day. Mm-hmm. And it's it's unfortunate because this movie didn't do well because it's kind of overshadowed by the sixth sense Sixth sense because that came out only a few months earlier and it didn't do as well because you know nobody wanted to see another ghost movie and it also came out after blur witch project i think star of echoes is better oh it is without a doubt and the problem is it's not even sixth sense it's more shining oh yeah this yes yes. and that's that was a point that i wrote down i wrote that down too (laughs) <laughs> it's funny that you, everybody says that this was influenced by The Shining, which it's more like the opposite because the book was written well before The Shining was written by Stephen King. 
Yeah, Fair but enough. this could easily take place in mm-hmm. that universe. Oh, fuck yeah, that's yeah, the shine. Dude. They had yeah. the shine, literally. It's the x-ray, dude. You know what yeah. I mean? They just yeah, called the it something different. But yeah. that that whole scene, if that does not remind you hardcore of the ice cream eating scene and from The Shining, yep. then you've never, you, you know what I mean? Like, that. that's the whole, I got instantaneously from yeah, that. They were, I, mean, they were I wanted to, to watch other, The Shining, dude. Telepathically, I was just like, like, yeah. Yeah. And he's, oh, dude, the whole and thing. You know, I feel like I, I feel like this movie fucked fuck me up in the head because I remember this movie differently. I think I'm from another dimension, guys, and I crossed over because it's well. No, I remember you, the you, movie. You can, th- you can thank CERN for that. Thank you, yeah, Chad. yeah, thank you, Chad. I would say that's just uh, what the fuck is it, dude? The Mandela effect. Mandela, Mandela effect. effect. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I remember for and like like that's why when we were watching uh, or when we did last week's episode. I was like, doesn't this one have a part where it takes place like in the seventies or something? Because what I remembered was that they killed the girls when they were younger and they find the body and they had like this whole scene that took place like in the seventies when they were kids. So that's why I was, and I remember a completely different fucking movie. Like, and I, I feel like I do know a movie like that where you were talking, but obviously this wouldn't go with the whole like six months missing things yeah yeah but it was like that that she was missing like for a long time i do feel like i know what you're talking about though like there is something similar with like flashbacks to the 70s yeah but maybe it's just because the way the flashbacks because they are flashbacks maybe there's just that you know what i mean i just i just in my head i was like that it's no, the Berestein Bears, how, dude. Not exactly. <laughs> so, I don't know, guys. I don't know. But I love this movie. It's such a great movie. Watching mm-hmm. it again was like watching it for the first time. Um, it's been a long time, dude. It's been a long time since I've seen it. I do remember that I had it on VHS when it you know, came out. And I would watch it all the time. And it's, it's just such a great movie, man. And Kevin Bacon's such a good fucking actor. Like, he's just... I don't know. You can't say anything bad about Kevin Bacon. So, to add no. to that point... The layers that his character has in this is just awesome. You know what I mean? Because he starts out as that simplistic everybody, man. We've I feel like we've all been in his spot where you just, you know, you're getting a mundane rut and you just fucking are just pissed off and you want to do better because you know, I don't have to explain it. You watch the fucking movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then like when this shit gets unlocked, dude, and now he's like, Dude, it's like when you sometimes get on that drive, man, like you can't lose that focus. But obviously, like this focus was going to potential dangerous situations throughout all his life. He's not going to work. You know what I mean? It's affecting everything. It's affecting his relationship. Um, It's strengthening his bond with this child, though. Yes. Yeah. If you look at it like that, like that's a whole... I threw this question to the wife. I hope she's watching. And she was even like, don't even fucking go there. And I was like, yo, man. I was like, what if Julie and I started doing shit like that? And she was like, no, <laughs> nope, 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 nope. Oh, that's going to be me and Harper now. <laughs> right? Like, be, I don't know. I think it'd be cool. <laughs> me and Harper just going to start pretending we see ghosts just to freak out stuff. <laughs> right. I mean, like, I think anybody gets that little bit of paranoia, dude, when people are talking and then you enter the room and then they both stop and look yeah, at you. Because then you're like, yep. What the, the fuck are you talking about? Right. Like, what are you all talking about? Nothing. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> like, and I mean, and they completely fucking ignored her. Like, <laughs> yeah, dude. Did not pay any attention to her at all. She wasn't even in the damn room. But that, were they talking to each other psychically? 
And I don't think so. I don't think they were. No, because I don't think Kev- obviously Kevin Bacon couldn't control it at that point. You know what and I mean? And he was I only a re- he was only a receiver. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Where his son was like, yeah, full out like whatever whatever Neil was like. <laughs> if he's Professor X, the little dude is the next. <laughs> the little dude is Jean Grey. I would I would love that shit. Like I don't hypnotize me. I want to see if that shit really happens. And, and I don't know if this is wrong or not, but I I really just like the older black gentleman being the psychic mentor. I don't know why. I dig it. I that's what yeah. dude, that's why I'm saying like how could you not think of the shining in that moment? Man? Yeah. Like well, you that, know what that, I mean? Exactly. Like I just wish he I wish he had a bigger role though. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Well, like, I love that character. They brought him into that weird part where he explained the shit in the alleyway. But yeah, dude, like I wish like give us like one more maybe like nugget of him coming well, what, in yeah, and exactly. talking what to Bacon. What was going on in that room? Exorcism. Good question. That's what I'm saying, dude. I think exorcism or some shit was going down. Could be wrong. But I thought it was more clearly, like an AA kind of thing, but for for like psychics or something. Yeah. That, that was kind of the impression that I got. All right. I, see. I mean, it could go either way, dude. It seemed very like open. It seemed very GSA. open window. <laughs> yeah, right. So, I mean, is there anything else that we... Hey, hey hold, hold on a second. Maybe I was hearing that echo. Hello? 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 No echo. It's gone now. Okay. Okay, it's gone now. <laughs> Whatever was gone. Sound check. Sorry, Hello. everybody. Welcome Hello. to the Hello. shit show. Yeah, right. All right. So, we all really love this movie. Kevin Bacon, obviously, is the shit. Hunky as hell coming in. Just giving us phenomenal acting like levels, dude. This character just breaks it down. That whole scene with him digging the holes and him just having that freak out, like, I love it because he has those, like, I almost start thinking of, like, Hollow Man, dude, because he has those, like, dangerous tendencies yep. where you're just like, yo, dude, is he going to, like, fucking smack her or something? You know what I mean? Like, dude, like, yeah. you don't want to think that, dude, but he's just, like, because he's so fucking riled and shit. The, be- the, and- best, part, the best part of that scene, though, is when his kid's digging and he looks at his wife, he's like, don't worry, I already checked, there's nothing there. <laughs> yeah. But, like... <laughs> What That's was my favorite the scene. fridge? The fridge full of with orange juice. juice. Like I figured what the, the fuck. I figured the, the okay. Uh, so he always gets thirsty from the shit, and the shit keeps happening more and more. But maybe it was something specifically which the with the orange juice that like he thought triggered those moments more because it was. I you know, I don't know. That was just. I my thought it was more for on. just like rejuvenating energy from the encounter. That was yeah, a lot of orange juice in the fridge. I know it's a lot, but like that's, I don't know, that seems to be a go to, like in those kind of situations. It was a lot, ridiculous amount though, but he's starting to go crazy. That is also true. That was a, that was a crazy scene. He's like, poor, poor, just, all right, you gonna drink that? <laughs> <laughs> like, God damn, man. See, the vitamin C helps him see. See, that's what I was. All right. Vitamin, vitamin C. C. I like it. <laughs> I like it. Rob, you win the trophy for That's today. the one I just met at the con. Hell yeah. Rob, you win. <laughs> nice. You win the internet for today. We're going to post that shit up right now. Uh, absolutely. I agree. So, clearly we all like it. And I'm not saying we can't discuss this any further. But I say we take a look at what the saucy Aussie wants to think Let's about this movie. There we go. Whoop. Well, howdy doody, folks. It is all your DKB back for another episode of Goromor. And this week I'm here to talk to you about a stir of echoes. Now, a stir of echoes to me is nothing more than a highly underappreciated 
uh, horror film, let alone a psychological or supernatural horror film. And I love how the premise itself is a nice little unique twist on the um, psychological horror aspect about it. I mean, the twist at the end is not really in your face, but it's it's, it's a nice send-off to the end of the film. Like, it comes full circle, and we are, as an audience, are like, not relieved, but we're just happy that he was able to, um, you know, achieve his goal in the end. Because we actually see the old Baconator go through some fucking shit, in, especially in his character development, the layers of one coming to terms and grips with unlocking this thing inside your head where you can, you can actually see a ghost. And it's like trying to come to terms with that, dealing with it. It's like, Especially from a guy like him that really was really disregarding, like, I don't believe in any of that shit, and now that he has to swallow his pride a little bit and accept the fact that he can see ghosts. So it's all a bit a little bit too much for him, and it's great to see his character not break down so much, but him breaking the character down in these, um, you know, physical emotions of one's persona trying to grip with this shit in real life. Um I mean, he's supported by a fantastic uh, group of actors in this. I mean, they give it all. I mean, the acting in this is absolutely fantastic. Um, this film itself um, is actually quite quite intense in certain moments, especially some little flashback scenes. I think that's a nice little touch and the way they're able to colour grade the flashback sequence to the modern-day era. Um, I mean, the cinematography is nothing really special, um, but it does give that claustrophobic feel about it in some scenes, especially in the basement scenes. Um, you know, especially the, the lighting of that, 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 that one light that you get just sort of orbs around Kevin Bacon's character and then we get the reveal of the girl in the um, chimney or whatever the fuck it was in the basement. Spoiler alert, I do apologise. Um, but yeah, I mean... Overall, this film is, like I said, it really deserves a lot more love and attention. Um, yeah, I, uh, I mean, I haven't really got much else to say about it other than the fact that, yeah, it's a fantastic fucking movie. And if you have not seen this film, definitely go out and suss it out. Um, I don't really want to give too much away. That's the other thing, too, if you haven't seen it. But I suppose if you're here watching and listening to the show, then you have seen it. So anyway, I'm going to give it a fucking Goremore score. I'm going to give it a 3.9. 3.9. She DKB signing out, and I'll catch you motherfuckers next week. Cheers. Wow. Thank you, Thank you Brody. Brody, Brody. I expected higher from him. I know he loves bacon. Um, no, I feel like that's about right. Yeah, that's, that's a fair score. Because, like, it is a fantastic movie, but it's still got that overly produced kind of edge to it where i feel like that probably might throw some stigma on it for brody like you said like you know cinematography wasn't really anything to bark at nothing church i i mean there was there's no specific shots right now that stick out in my head in my mind that you know what i mean like that really stick with me except for i do like him floating in the theater i like the whole like going into the dream stuff that i thought was fantastic and I always kind of wondered if that would actually like. You always wonder if they, when they put this hypnotism shit in the movies, if it accidentally hypnotizes anybody watching the movie. <laughs> so every notes. time, every time I go to Alamo Draft House, our one of our theaters that we have here, yeah, they yeah. always have this very hypnotic intro. I never look at it, 
because I'm like, they're trying to hypnotize me. Fuck that shit. And so I won't look at it. I will never fucking look at it. Is there some crazy low bass tones, dude, while it's happening? You're just like, no hope. Not going to do it. That's how they get you, dude. Mm -hmm. The funny thing is, I don't even think I could be hypnotized because I feel like my brain is just too ADD for that. And you know what, Chad? The guys like you that say that they can't get hypnotized are the ones that are be crying like babies. (laughs) When you snap your fingers. I'm so mad because... I had the I had a chance to do it. Did you guys ever have a hypnotist come to your high school? No. No. Okay. So why would they do you, that? Because why the fuck not? It's awesome. Oh, that seems uh, dangerous. I had no. Mr. T come to my high school, but not a that's hypnotist. Cool. No, no, no. So that's, we, that's better. I'd, I'd rather see Mr. T. No, this awesome. was like this was like one of the, like during our field days, like during like end of days where there wasn't really anything to done, like regions were done. Yeah. You know, the, so whatever. Yeah. There was it was just filler days. So you know, because you got to get that money from the state. Anyways, um, how like they had this hypnotist come in and you had to fill out a form and my dumb ass like forgot to hand in the form. So I didn't get to go up and do it. Damn. But so everybody. Yeah. So they had like a bunch of kids up, but he had it like he had an exercise. So you had to do a bunch of like trust balls and stuff because he had to try to like weed out the people who could potentially, you know, what I mean, because some people just can't be hypnotized. Like what they say in the movie is legit. Only certain people can blah, blah. And so he weeded him down and one of my buddies did it. And he claims I I still didn't know if he was fucking me, but he swears the guy, he's like, dude, I did not do shit. But the shit that this dude had him do was fucking hilarious. Cause like this guy was also like almost like a stand-up comedian, and he was just using these fucking kids kind of at his act. And it's as fucked up as it is, but it's like he would make like one kid like anytime he'd snap his finger, dude, like Case in point, like anytime he'd snap his finger, my buddy would just magically like slip out of his chair, dude. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like he just couldn't hold on to the chair. He'd just be like, like, what the fuck? And he would do it. And we were just like, were you doing that on purpose? He's like, doing what? We're like slipping out of your chair. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? We're like, we're talking about when he's, he's like, dude, I did not do it. I'm like, bro, they videotaped it. You could watch yourself fucking do it if you don't believe it. Like, if, if I, so I truly believe it, it legit happens, dude. Like, Could you imagine of, if there was like years later effects of it just like, right, like somebody just brain. snaps and he just snaps out of his clip? Dude, could, that would be wow. terrible for like driving or something like that. Dude, yeah. like if he's got somebody in the front, like he was just yelling and at they're him like, and they're like, yeah, well, mother... <laughs> Let me tell you something. Yeah, yeah. That was exactly right. Uh, <laughs> That'd be great. Hypnotist forgets to bring him out of it. Oh, man. But yeah, so, okay, so you got it in show notes. All right, so once again, I, I feel like, dude, Brody hit kind of everything on the head. Is there anything else anybody wants to talk about before we throw it over to Chad Daddy here? I do want to talk about the ending real quick where it shows yeah, go them. go ahead. And it shows them, you know, obviously what they... You know, they they solved the murder. And that's another thing is that this as much as this is a psychological thrill in a ghost movie, it's also a whodunit. A murder mystery. Yeah, it it yeah. is. Dun dun dun. But no, like like at the end the where it shows them Yeah, and so they're they're moving out there, driving away, and everything seems normal, and the kid's just looking out the window, and every house they drive by, he just hears all these voices. Yeah, it was really cool. And a little bit terrifying. Yeah, because you know, you know, Dad might be done, you know, I'm I'm assuming that uh, he's no longer, you know, receiving, but the kid, you know, he can't turn it off like that. Right. We don't know for sure that the dad's not still receiving. Yeah, we don't know for sure. We can assume because. Well, there's a stir of echoes, too. Yeah, but but it has nothing to do with that. But does he play the same character? 
No. Oh. Damn it. All right, never mind. I thought just Rob Lowe took over for Kevin Bacon. I was hoping. No. He's like a soldier from Iraq or some shit. Boo. No, but you know what? Did you guys ever see those old Comcast commercials that uh, Rob Lowe did back in the day? Mm-mm. Maybe. I don't Comcast down here. I don't. Oh, he, he did these funny promos Maybe. for a Comcast where he always did like different versions of himself. And there was one called Super Creepy Rob Lowe. Oh, God. <laughs> and Super Creepy Rob Lowe could be the same character. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Go to YouTube and look up Super Creepy Rob Lowe and see what it comes up with. This was pre Parks and Rec, right? I believe so. Parks and Rec would have been 2007. So, yeah. Star Rec was two, probably was like mm, 2007. It was? Yeah, Star Rec 2 came out in 07. Well, Rob Lowe didn't come in. Rob Lowe didn't come in until like second, third season, though, right? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but he could have made that and then it sat on the shelf for two years. Yeah, yeah, true that. True that. Yeah. Fair. All right. Chad, so you mentioned genre. Do we consider this fringe horror or full horror? I'd I'd say it's full horror because of the ghost activity. But is it a ghost movie or is it. I would say so. Yeah. This is definitely like it fits in multiple categories because, like, yeah. still the psychological, way, what, obviously, is because, where we're kind of going with the theme yeah. for the month or whatever. But. Right, and murder mystery. I, I would I would say that it's still, you know, considered ghost because of the, like it says, like the cold spot activity, things like that. But again, that could not have been, that may not have been actual true cold spots. That could have just been because it was cold when she died and he was flashing back to that. I mean, she was making cold spots like, in the that. tub, and she, but she was making like cold spots in the tub and stuff. Well, that's true. She yeah, did. She was like, "Hey, yeah, hmm, open for possible, open for uh, you know, interpretation. I guess interpretation. Thank you, yeah. Steve. All right. So, anything else before we hop aboard? Or actually, no, spread the cheeks. I should say. <laughs> <laughs> mm, let's hop aboard and spread the cheeks. Hop aboard and spread them cheeks, Chad. What do we All got? Right, let's let's ride this train. Contrary to popular belief and the accepted myth, hypnosis is not like it's portrayed on TV. No hypnotist can make you bark like a dog or cluck like a chicken if you don't want to. It's more of a very relaxed state in which a skilled hypnotist can reach recesses of your mind and help you recall details of memories that you would have otherwise forgotten. Anytime you see on TV where someone says a keyword and someone else clucks like a chicken, it is absolutely fake and false. That's just not how it works. In fact, most of the time, patients... No, when they are under hypnosis, but just feel as if they're in a very relaxed state and very subjective. It's a very different experience than what you see in the movies and on TV. So I had to get that little disclaimer out of the way first. So it's like being roofied. Pretty much. That's what it sounds like. (laughs) Verbally roofied. Verbally Verbally roofied. Yes. That's a superpower right there. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so in the scene where Tom gets angry after digging in the backyard and kicks the bucket towards the wall, it was not supposed to hit and break the window. This was a happy accident, (laughs) and it was used in the film as Kevin Bacon stayed in character and continued the season scene. I was nice. I was almost going to bet money on that because that just did not look planned by anyone. I mean, it's a rental house. Why the fuck would you fucking break away? You know what I mean? Like, that's what popped in my head. Like, bro, you're renting this house. I don't know. The way he was I mean, digging he's up the basement, I don't think he cared. That. Yeah, he was yeah. already destroying the fucking house, dude. Yeah. Like, and then he was like $800 a month. I'm like, I wish. I fucking wish I could get a house like that for 800 bucks a month. First of all, you're talking 99 prices, dude. You easily. I mean, Yeah. Around my area, you easily could have, dude. But that's just my fucking. And in, Ch- in Chicago, it didn't look like that great of a neighborhood, too. Yeah. So, 
in the ghetto. Uh, in the ghetto. In the ghetto. Although they were having some sweet block parties and shit, dude. Yeah, yeah fuck yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. It's all right. Anyways, Chad Daddy. Okay. In the hypnotism flashback scene, there is a scene of a safety pin being struck through Tom's hand. This was not a special effect. A stuntman was paid to come in and have a safety pin pushed through his hand for the scene. Wow. Ouch. Ouch. Was he hypnotized when it happened? Probably not. So, like, okay. You just got to go through the cartilage, though. I mean, it'll still hurt, but. But did you guys ever do that shit where you, like, went through your calluses, though? Like, with him? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. You just like, fucking, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you just like, you would go all the way tips. through there. You could be like, doo, 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 doo. you yep. do it with your fingertips, and then sometimes it went too deep. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, everybody does it. Oh yes, that's like the thing of like putting like glue on your hand and then peeling it. Fucking yeah. Off, we kids nowadays don't do that shit. I don't fucking know. No, they don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't live a good life like we did. They don't need to mutilate themselves for entertainment. <laughs> <laughs> don't burn themselves with rubber erasers. Hi, okay. mom. Oh shit! Oh, Heather's, Heather's mom. mom. Hello, <laughs> Heather's mom. Terrible thing for her to pop in. Oh my! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad, Daddy, let's continue. This. The hypnosis sequence in which Tom is hypnotized for the first time follows actual hypnosis techniques used by professional hypnotists. In order to ensure that the audience hasn't been put to sleep, and some susceptible people have been, there's a musical accent at the close of the sequence to wake everybody up. Because. All right, well, thank you for answering that, dude, because I, I always wonder that, because I'm like, man, I want to try it, but I want to watch the movie, and I <laughs> don't want to get accidentally hit the top. So I was sitting in my office today watching this because I can't log into any of my shit, so I was just folding clothes all day in my right. office, and uh, when when the scene came up, I watched it, and then I put it back a bit because I was like, okay. Here we go. I'm going to hypnotize myself. And I tried and it didn't work. And I was very disappointed that you know of. But he's like, he chanted that he said, they put in a chime in there that's supposed to yeah. not allow you to be just in case you did. That's I wonder right. what that chime is. Now I want to watch that scene again to see if there's just like, I wonder if it's just like a, a ping or a, like a, hmm. Interesting. Thank you for that, buddy. Ding dong, motherfucker! <laughs> yeah, right? John, Just... John, Johnny's going to go back and watch that, and he's going to be staring at the screen like Ray at the end of Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> yeah, right, dude? Just <laughs> instantaneous. Yeah, dude. If I start digging fucking pits in the backyard, you know, y'all know. <laughs> I have to dig. Yeah, right. Oh. Dig. Right, what else we got Chad and now come on investigate the, him. <laughs> yeah. On the couch, the babysitter reads The Shrinking Man by Richard Matheson, the author of A Stir of Echoes, the basis for the movie. Nice. Awesome. When they were setting up the scene where Maggie leaves Jake at a relative's house, it was realized they'd gone over the number of hours the child actor that plays Jake could work due to strict Hollywood child labor laws. Crew members had to run from house to house in the neighborhood they were filming in to find a child that looked enough like him to appear as a background character after their parents' approval and a very quick haircut to be able to complete the shot. Oh, shit. (laughs) No, man, but you know what? Say what you will, man. Those laws, as strict as they may be, I would say maybe even probably should be some stricter. Probably. Just saying, man. There's a lot of kids that get mistreated completely in the industry, dude. And that's not even just by, like, the industry themselves. Yeah, I don't think that has to do with them working so much as what happens behind the scenes. Well, no, even that. Or just, like, shitty parents, dude. You know what I mean? 
Those are the parents also that true. literally just push their kids through this shit because that's what they fucking wanted. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. You know, my my daughter had a chance to go to um to a school that Lar Park Lincoln runs, and okay. like she wanted her bad. She was like calling and hey, like, can we get her? Just because my daughter, she said my daughter had this exotic look where she could play Hispanic and she could play like other races and stuff. And she wanted her like super bad. And I was just like, nah, man, like I, I can't, I, I, I just, I, I don't want her in that. You don't want to put her in that life, dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, honest to God, like I know it's for entertainment value and shit and everything, but there's good stuff in the entertainment industry. And then there's obviously terrible stuff that we all know. Yeah. about. Yeah, so dude, I, I like my privacy too much. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I, I just, yeah. Brody said he used a kid in his short film and the rules are insanely strict. And like I said, as they should be, dude, like, yeah. I know it sucks probably from the filmmaker side and everything else in production full out. I can understand that, but I mean, you're putting a kid who technically in the, shouldn't even be working. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? But yep. I mean, and the parents are the ones getting the check, you know? Yep. Right. And how the parents are, is you know what I mean? Like those parents could be complete assholes. That kid might not ever have any fucking money. Yeah. There's so we did a to... we did a vampire movie one time, and we needed a little kid. And my character hands the the little kid off to the vampire king as a fucking <laughs> like offering. And I was like, "Well, just use my kid," you know. So Sam was like, "So fuck." She was like maybe three years old, <laughs> and I'm in fucking like all black with a fucking like black cowboy hat and fangs and. Yeah, and everybody else looks all fucking like really crazy fucking vampires, man. And I just, you know, she was supposed to like kind of fight it, but she just walked all happy. <laughs> like as I'm handing her off, she fucking went, and we kept it. We kept it in the fucking movie, but yeah. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't want that for my kid. Like even at the age she's at now, you know, she's about to be seventeen, and I just, mm-mm, I wouldn't want that for her. Yeah, no, dude, I agree, hundred percent. All right, Chad, Eddie. Uh, the scene where the, the scene where Maggie is sitting in the car in the rain was shot on a night when it actually was raining very heavily, but the rain did not look real on film. The crew had to set up an awning to cover the car from the rain, then rig up rain-making equipment under the awning to achieve the look of real rain. That's so weird. What? <laughs> real rain did not look real enough. All right. That rain is not rainy enough. <laughs> <laughs> Needs more rain. Right? You it's know just... what, God? We can do a better job than you. Ooh, bring it up. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Fuck it, hey, dude. Okay, continuing on. During the scene in the whiskey background where Tom's digging, Kevin Bacon was in a lot of pain as he pulled a muscle in his neck. Several prop lightweight picks were tested for the scene to try and ease his suffering, but in the end, it was opted to use the real and heavier pick as the swings and impacts didn't look real enough on screen. Well, that's why he gets paid the big bucks. Right? Fucking hey, dude. And that dude was in great shape in this movie, too. Yep. Mm-hmm. Use some fucking laundry on them labs. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Chad, Eddie. What else? Uh, a lot of people on blogs have wondered how the creep walk was filmed for the ghost. So the speed of the camera was sped up, and the actress was told to walk as slowly as possible, but to appear as naturally as possible. That Then when it came time to edit the scene in, they played the footage at normal speeds, and all the imperfections in her walk add to the beauty of how creepy it looks. 
that's awesome i'm glad you had that because i was kind of wondering nice and it looks a lot like uh the ghost effects they use in supernatural too so these could uh, possibly exist in the same universe Ooh. <gasps> oh, i totally was that. picking up i agree chad i was picking up on a lot of stuff that was very similar to supernatural so kevin bacon psychic son and uh father team meet up with two brother team hunters <laughs> and their chevy impala 67 impala to be exact yes. Four-door. <laughs> so obviously, yeah, you have to specify that too. <laughs> obviously, it has to be a ghost episode, right? So, but Brody also says the camera effect was used in the House of the Haunting Hill remake. What? Well, uh, who the hell played fucking Vincent Price? Is that again? Jeffrey Rush, right? Yeah. Okay. Thank. Yeah, you. I was thinking Chris Kattan, but no, he was a different person. Oh, yeah, Chris Kattan was in that movie. Yeah. You said Chris Kattan, dude, and I'm sorry. I instantaneously went to fucking say, uh, fucking uh, Santa Sleigh. Anytime I hear Chris <laughs> Kattan, I think of the SNL skit where he played, like, the monkey person. Oh, wow. Uh, See, I always think of fucking Night at the Roxbury. <clears throat> but then... See, I... Random. This is such a random. That's, that's funny how we, we, we all think of something completely different when we hear but Chris Kattan. My secondary thought, and it's still not even SNL, is fucking undercover brother because he's the fucking bad guy. <laughs> Peepers, yes, Donnie, thank you. <laughs> Peepers, yes. Oh my god, yes, because that's when they brought in the Rock, and the Rock was yeah. his father, dude. He was, like, <laughs> he was just massive. The fucking with the apple. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> fucking right dude. no i'm gonna have to look that up that sounds hilarious oh, you've oh, never seen it you've oh never seen, seen it fucking yeah great. he wears like, the rock he wears like these red short shorts with like i think they don't they have fucking overall straps on them or something i don't know if the overall yeah, or the maybe? one strap is it just remember. one strap i, I thought it was honestly one. i thought it was honestly just like uh oh my god dude it might be it might uh, be overall anyways yeah he's got like something going on here and he's got like little red short shorts and he always like hops up on counters, dude, and just sits like a monkey and eats like an apple and spits it. And then like starts humping shit. shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's fucking retarded. It's ridiculous, dude. Absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> Mr. Peepers. <sighs> SNL's got some weird times, man. Yeah, fucking... but the 90s was the best. I love the 90s. SNL. Nine... Late 80s to all 90s, man. Yeah. Because like, the late 80s, dude, there was like some shit like, yeah, like arrow wise, you got to really know. Because obviously, like, SNL has always been political and air, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So if you don't know the politics, like, if you go back to, like, the Ross Perot shit, dude, you better know about <laughs> Ross Perot shit. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. Even better than that was the old uh, George Bush. And then right. also oh, and, Dan Qu- and Dan Quayle was played by a little kid. <laughs> yes. Right. Bush Sr. shit, dude, on fucking that SNL classic. back in the day was fucking fantastic. Oh, absolutely. Dude. Dana Carvey was a genius. Like, oh, my. Fucking A, dude. Satan. See, that was All my right. era. That was my era of SNL. Ab- so. Right. Absolutely. All right, Chad, Eddie, what else we got in these notes? Okay, uh, Kevin Bacon plucks around in a co- on a guitar in the film, but in real life is actually a skilled guitarist, along with his brother Michael. The Bacon brothers have released over a half dozen albums and occasionally tour and or play live in support of these endeavors. Nice. If one of their albums isn't called Making Bacon, Macon I'm going to be very disappointed. And it's nothing but ballads. I hope so. That'd be awesome. Bacon, bacon. Bacon, bacon. Man. All right. 
What else we it's got, like, Chad? It's it's like that be like that Faith No More album, Songs to Make Love To. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no. Wasn't that an infomercial? I feel like I hear that in my head, dude. Maybe I not. miss those infomercials. I do not. John Tesh. Yeah, Three CDs with the greatest power ballads ever. You just wake up, dude. Three Celine songs D- you know and it's, 70 songs you don't. Yep, it's Celine Dion just belting shit out. You're like, what? What the fuck <laughs> time is it, dude? <laughs> Three in the morning. See, I was I always woke up to like I always woke up to like the fifties. Time life presents. Time life presents. See, it was either Soft that or, songs of the 50s. or if you fell asleep watching E or Comedy Central. It was always Girls Gone Wild commercials, dude. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> the titties. What's going on here? That's a bad, like, that's a good and bad thing to wake up to. You know what I mean? Because now you're like, well, now I'm really awake. Now I'm awake. <laughs> Go on. Dude, that's really where can I take me back. Where can I get like, these from? My yeah, husband yeah. had like 10 Girls Gone Wild DVDs. <laughs> Why? He was, he was the one. He was the guy. He was the were... one guy yep. that is actually <laughs> buying them fucking things, dude. I always laughed when some asshole was like, yo. I got one. I was like, why? Dude, like, there's so much more porn out yeah, just there. Go buy porn. And you just have girls go, <laughs> That's doing it for you. I don't know, right, man. Bye. There's just there's just something about it when it's real girls doing real stupid shit. And you can get I never bought one. Real dudes I shit never out. bought one, but I'm just saying, my life as a DJ, not now, but back in the day, was girls gone wild. I'm not I listen, dude. I love my sure life. Sure it was. I love my life. <laughs> Steve's seen some good things. All right. Yes. Chad, Chad. I always had to pay extra for that kind of action, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it pays to be ugly and able to sing. That's all I'm saying. It's because you got that charisma, dude. Yeah, That's buddy. Why. Like Mick Jagger. Oh, all right. Okay. John, uh, Jake Whiskey watches The Mummy's Shroud on television when his mother tells him to turn it off. And then uh, the movie that was the subject of our 200th episode, Night of the Night Living of the Dead. Dead. Yeah, buddy. And appears on every channel as he attempts to turn off the television. And he couldn't even, even unplug it. it. Yep. Hell yeah, dude. The children's TV program where Samantha appears on TV while Jake is watching on the bed is called Lidsville, which aired on ABC from 71 to 73. I'm so glad that's a real show. Because I want, I want to see like if there, because that looked creepy as fuck. Like, I thought I mean, it was HR Puff and stuff, but it's by the same company. HR Puff. <laughs> There's a doggo. Sorry. Why do you think Hello, that would have been on the TV? This wasn't set in the '70s. Like, what kind of channel would play that old cartoon? PBS. PBS. Probably. <laughs> I mean, that's that would be my guess. Or it was always like lower channels, like channel six or seven. I don't know where. You know what I mean. That's all I can go with old cable days. But Chad Daddy, anything else about it? Yes. The movie bears certain similarities to The Sixth Sense, released the same year, but similarities are even greater to two 1980 movies, The Shining, where both father and son mm-hmm. see spirits, and The Changeling. Uh, Tom oh, seems yeah. to be channeling Jack Nicholson's climactic madness in the scene where Tom argues with Maggie about his digging, which is very similar to Nicholson's harangue with Shelley Duvall in The Shining. Uh, with the changeling, the con- <laughs> I love that scene. Uh, with the changeling, the connections are even closer. Both movies involve a murder child whose ghost cries out for revenge. In addition, the villain in the changeling was played by Melvin Douglas in Stir of Echoes. Douglas's granddaughter, Ileana Douglas, plays Lisa the hypnotist. 
Ooh. Ooh. The changeling. I don't think I've seen that. That's one of Brody's favorites. It's good. Was that on a Brody list? Was that on the Brody list? I don't recall if it was. Well, the way he just got hot and heavy real quick there. Uh We'll we'll assume that is us high guys. We'll <laughs> we'll assume that's uh, oh God. what's up, Mini? What's up, Mini Vasquez? Um, we'll assume that maybe or will be a Brody pick at some the point. The one and only Mini Vasquez. Get out of here. Go to your room. <laughs> She's adorable. She's adorable. I love it. Oh, uh, what else we got, Chad Daddy? Uh, let's see. On the DVD director's commentary, David Cobb states that for the home video release, the scenes where words appear blurred on the theater screen were blurred even more with digital effects. He states this is because on video, the text what the text said was obvious well before it was known to the audience. I can mm. see that. Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go a little bit into detail here. Just a little bit about Richard Madison is best known as the author of I Am Legend, a 54 science fiction horror novel uh, that's been adapted for the screen three times. Matheson himself was the co-writer of the first film version of Last Man on Earth, starring Vincent Price, which was released in 64. The other two adaptions are, of course, The Omega Man with Charlton Heston and I Am Legend with Will Smith. He also wrote 16 television episodes of The Twilight Zone, including Nightmare at 20,000 Feet and Steel, as well as several adaptions of uh, Edgar Allan Poe stories for Roger Corman and AIP. He did House of Usher, The Pit and the Pendulum, Tales of Terror, and The Raven. He adapted his own short story, Duel, as a screenplay directed by Steven Spielberg for the television film Duel uh, the same year, 1971. In addition to I Am Legend and Duel, nine more of his novels and short stories have been adapted as motion pictures. The Shrinking Man was released as The Incredible Shrinking Man. Another one of our favorites, Hell House. Yeah. Legend of Hell House. Yeah. Uh, What Dreams May Come. Bid Time Return, filmed as Somewhere in Time, A Stir of Echoes, Steel, which was filmed as Real Steel. I didn't know that was one of his. And Wait, button, Steel but- with like Shaquille O'Neal Steel? No, Real Steel. No, no, no. With- Real Steel with uh, Hugh Jackman, the boxing robot. Oh, I never saw that. I never saw that. Um, Let's see. Uh, the movie Cold Sweat was based on his novel Ride the Nightmare, and Ice... Icy Breasts was based on his novel Someone is Bleeding. Both Steel and Button Button have previously been released as episodes of uh, Twilight Zone. Did you say Icy Breast? Yes. All right. Cold titties. Yeah, right? Like, that was my instantaneous. I was like, cold titties. Shout out to Coma in the chat. What's up, buddy? (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, our our boy Madison had almost as much uh, adaptations done as Stephen King. Fuck yeah, dude. That's awesome. Nice. And way more than Coons, because fuck Coons, he sucks. Ooh. Except for Phantoms. Because Affleck was the bomb in Phantoms. Phantoms. Right. Exactly. Word, bitch. Phantoms like a motherfucker. <laughs> I was just going there with that. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So anything else, Chad, Danny? That's it, buddy. All righty. So we are on to our El Questions. What format was this watched on? Peacock. Wait, what? Say that again? Which I was for it. They were Peacock. I did All Prime. Right, so Prime. Peacock. Peacock. That was the one that was throwing me off. I was like, what did I hear in there? All right. <laughs> so I watched it on my cock. There's also, yeah, I think, yeah. I'm pretty sure I saw that it was on this thing called Canopy, which I want to mention because it's like if you have a library subscription, you can see anything on Canopy without commercials. So oh, just an cool. FYI. It's called Canopy with a K. Sweet. 
Uh, I do not have a library card. Might have to get one. I went fucking super awesome, like not super retro, like VHS retro, retro, but I did go DVD on this bitch. See, I so, try, I thought I had the, I thought I had the DVD, but I was mistaken. I don't have it, so I, I have the DVD, but I wasn't about to dig it out. It's, it's in ah, there. Somewhere. Fair enough. Um, no, I got a few different like bookshelves full of shit. So yeah, because the wife looked at see if it was on any streaming stuff, because obviously you know. If I can watch it on HD on something, I'm going to watch it on HD. But yeah. I also don't really give a flying fuck because if I have it, I have it, dude. And if I'd rather not pay money to watch <laughs> you know that, what I mean? That was oh, my hey, thinking. That was my thinking, too. But I, like I said, I could have sworn I have it. I couldn't find it. No, I knew exactly where it was. I was like, whoop, haven't watched this in probably 15 years. Let's dust this bitch off. There you go. But hell yeah. All right. So douche of the film. I'm going to have to say the, the two boys. The neighbors, the whole like the boys and the father, the one yes. father, the one the father, one the, fathers, other, both, the gray-haired the fathers. Father. No, both the other both father because like, they both hit. They both hid the fucking murder. I right. feel both like I think the other one pressured him into it, though. I'm not. Well, gonna, he's a bitch is, for not saying anything. He. I'm not going to disagree with you, Chad, because I do feel that that's the situation. But I also agree with Steve. I feel like, listen, man, you mm-hmm. even said yourself you've been dealing with this shit for six months. No. You did not have to deal with this shit for six months. Because you know what? I understand you love your kid, dude. And you want to do everything and anything in your life. And you could potentially <laughs> fucking... The babysitter what? was the dude. What? Says what? The what? Jen, she was just looking for her sister. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. she didn't even really... <laughs> I mean, I guess kind of she technically did nap a kid no yeah but no i know i know i know i know oh, she could have kicked she could have cunt punted that little kid across like the, what do you mean you saw my sister i mean like <laughs> and you know what here's the thing though is like like father like son this the son who ended up helping kill the daughter like he wasn't you know what i mean like he was like kind of getting put into that situation, obviously by his friend. So I feel like that family ultimately is the biggest douchebags. Yeah, they're the mm-hmm. bigger douches because they're the ones pushing around pretty much this entire neighborhood. Yeah. So for me, it's mean. sort of like a double-edged sword because I agree with John one hundred percent, but at the same time, I care more about Kevin Bacon than I do about Samantha. So to me, I I'm also leaning towards Lisa being the douche because how dare she put that kinda thing in his head so you know she had no right to do that she had no, no right to do that yeah but i don't think i don't think she she meant it to take that effect of course she didn't she but was that doesn't make it any hip- less but she was just trying to hypnotize him to do the funny shit that occurred that we did not get to see this was just a side effect that she did not know about she didn't know he was going to be able to now, see fucking ghosts and shit she, she was wasn't able, no, she, she kind of mind raped him she was able to do the funny stuff without the thing the thing that she said about opening his mind. She did that at the very end before she woke him up. That is... But that was all part of it, was all part of opening his mind. What was because it? That... Without opening his mind, none of the other shit would have happened. I think what she was trying to do though was Oh, like, I thought it was changed like personality wise. Like, no, I think what I she, she was literally trying to t- tell him to try and be more open minded. Yes, exactly. But... But not in the way that opening his mind to psychic phenomena more right. Like not opening more open, your th- more like being more open minded. Yeah, not open like your third eye. Yeah, just be more mindful. Of- Which you know yeah. what I say, bring it on if you can. Fuck yeah, dude. Why not? I want to yeah, see shit. Yeah. But it was yeah. kind of douchey because it was kind of like mind rape. Yeah, it's like Inception. 
How about let's uh, let's keep it moving? All right, so favorite kill the ghost girl. Because it's got shot. Oh yeah, the douche got shot. The douche did get shot. Did he? Yeah. Yeah, he yeah. got shot. Fucking the other dude fucking yeah, blasted when, him. When Harry he and his son get shot, that's that's my favorite. He did. Yeah, Frank, right. Frank yeah. kills him. Yeah. No, no, you're right. You're right. Great right, foreshadowing yeah. in the in the dream sequence too, by the dude, way. Dude, that yeah. was fantastic. Yeah, that was the good. whole like even the wife knows like but the fact that like you know like all the clothing is the same i love that shit dude yeah when they like when it's almost to the point where even just kind of like last week's film even you're questioning of like what you're potentially watching you're like yo dude is this gonna be another like is it gonna be like a dream inside of a dream kind of a fucking thing like how much are they gonna try to play you on this shit you know so yeah dude uh Steve, I can't believe you said the girl. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, at the same it's time. It's my favorite kill, all right? That's fine, because you know what? In in the fashion of Black Christmas, dude, I do love the bad kill. It is pretty <laughs> fucked. So, I, speaking of which, side note, there was a hoodie I bought, which I know you guys all saw, the fucking Night of the Creeps hoodie. Uh-huh. I, had to, I had to get it, because the dude's like, bro, I just saw Tom Atkins. I was like, Yes. <laughs> sold and i didn't even know until after i bought it but it's got four of the slugs on one of the sleeves so you can constantly ah, just be like ah. yeah like this one. <laughs> so but they had a black christmas hoodie and i was like Ooh. Ooh. but here's the problem it had my favorite kill on it but my favorite kill on it because it was all in like solid red over the black hoodie it looked really fucking dirty and i just didn't know if i wanted that right out front it looked like a fucking butthole dude because just, <laughs> so and i'm like because at first i didn't read it said black christmas so i'm just looking at that image i'm like what the fuck am i looking at dude that was like a butthole and i'm like black christmas oh it's the bitch getting choked out with the bag yeah like, so that's why i didn't go that hoodie dude tom atkins all the way so Right. You can never go wrong with Askins. Come on. Fuck no, Fuck dude. Yeah. Thrill me, baby. All right. So, best scene. Ooh. Oh, I wrote this down. Oh. This is a toughie because there's a lot of good scenes, dude. Kevin Bacon brings oh. it really well. I honestly think for me, dude, it's almost when he brings his friend down with the whole reveal in the basement, dude, because you just don't know what he's going to do with that gun. And you know he's got it the whole fucking time when yeah. he's just like, I'll be right back. And then it comes out with, like, you know what I mean? It just, I, I like that, dude. Kevin Blade making played it well. And plus, that basement is a terrible setup, dude, for if you're going to try to do a what? Like, you know what I mean? There's not even sta- like stairs. It's yeah, a fucking, up that ladder. fucking ladder. So that's going to be my vote. But what y'all's? Mine's a digging I, scene in the yard. Fantastic scene. Yeah, that's my favorite scene. Watching him, well, first of all, watching Sexy Bacon. And then... Sexy <laughs> and then, Bacon. And then watching, you know, Tom, like, the craziness coming over. And like like, like you guys said earlier, it's like that scene in The Shining. And it's it is just, he portrays it so well. And I just, yeah, I like it. That's my favorite. Gentlemen? I'm going to go with the scene where the little kid's on the bed trying to change the TV. Only because I've actually had that happen to me before where the Ooh. TV changed by itself and I would change it back and then it changed again. And this is back when we had a TV that you actually had to get up and push the fucking buttons. 
So I'm going with that scene only because I've experienced something like that. Right on. All right. I got to go with the scene where his wife is trying to have sex with him. And uh, yeah. he, he just starts having these flashes to the whole rape scene. And that's your first, you know, instance of how this is going to affect his life and how it's just going to completely take over his uh, his thoughts and his, his, his uh, every every day, everything, you know, basically. Good call. All right. All excellent. Uh, wife, you said the feather, the way the feathers played out. Yeah, that was cool. That was always a that was a very too. cinematic scene too. Just the way yeah. like that was all slow mo, dude. You got the feather blow out. Awesome, awesome. All right, opening scene. Hook you in. Yeah, because yeah. the little kid was talking to nobody. Uh huh. Like that was that was a good and, and creepy because if your kid was talking mm-hmm. to nobody, you'd be like, "Who the fuck are you talking to? What are you doing?" Did anyone and, else get very heavy poltergeist vibes from that scene? Yeah. Yeah. Bit. Yeah. Yep. I mean, any creepy kid scene, like, you know what I mean? I can see that's, see, it's weird. Cause yes, like, I, that's, but that's also how poltergeist opened was, uh, Carol Anston are talking to the TV. Yeah. Oh, you're right. You are right, sir. All right. Good point. No, I was just, uh, you know, it's funny though. Cause like you said, the sixth sense, but like, I don't know, man. Like, I didn't get any particular sixth sense vibes, but it was it just more because they were kind of back to back coming out. They're back to back. They both dealt with similar. But when you take away the twist of the sixth sense, it's a fairly shitty movie. Yeah, which I, I haven't mean, watched it since the, movie, the first. Though. Yeah, I haven't watched it since my first watch of it, dude. And that was fucking when it came out. So yeah, I might have watched it one second time, maybe on TV. Why that beast? Funny. <laughs> I understood that reference. <laughs> but a funny story about uh, The Sixth Sense is right after it came out, I was sitting over at uh, my aunt's house with my cousin. We're sitting there just talking, and his aunt comes out and tells us how great this movie The Sixth Sense is. We're like, okay, that's great. That's great. And she starts to talk a little more about it. We're like, okay. She's like, but there's a really big twist at the end. I don't want to tell you what it is. Okay, then don't. And then she tells us a twist, and my cousin looks at her and is like, thanks, Mom. Now I'm not even going to bother seeing the movie. <laughs> So, funny enough, I remember watching that with my dad because we rented it when it first came out because he's like, oh, I want to watch this, this movie with Bruce Willis. And I was like, all right, cool, yeah, whatever. And him and I got pizza, and I was getting pizza or something when he started it, and I totally missed the beginning of when he gets shot, <laughs> which is kind of fucking crucial for the whole <laughs> yeah. fucking movie. <laughs> To understand what the fuck is going on. So here's my ass. I don't even, I'm not even trying to figure out how old I was at the time. I don't really care. All that matters is I didn't catch that shit. And by the end, I was like, wait, he was a ghost? My dad's like, what? Yeah, you didn't know? And I was like, what do you mean you didn't know? How the fuck would I known? He goes, well, he got shot. I go, where the fuck did he get shot? <laughs> he goes, oh, yeah, right at the beginning, you weren't in here. I go, that's kind of fucking. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my fucking watch of that movie. Oh, that's and fucking how, great. Why did your dad not pause it or rewind that scene? Because it's because he didn't. I don't because he didn't know. if I don't fucking know. I don't know. He thought maybe it was like a dream or something. He was like, maybe it's not that crucial to the fucking story. It was completely <laughs> crucial to the fucking story. It was no, the it was whole weird. fucking story. <laughs> I mean, it was still a great movie. I'm just like watching, like, oh, this is cool, man. It's like all the freaky fucking ghosts and shit going. On. Like, I, you know, whatever. I mean, dude, come on. It was right around the time I sat my ass through the fucking haunting. 
So oh, you could have uh, fucking thrown anything at me at that point. Uh, uh, you know, that's one of those movies I really wanted to get my money back. I fucking bought it on VHS because it was like super cheap at Blockbuster because I was like, oh, I bet this would be good. I, I saw it in theaters. <laughs> in a Boy, was I wrong. Yeah, it's terrible. You know what? The only movie I ever walked out and actually got my money for was Paycheck. Fuck you, Ben Affleck. (laughs) (laughs) Sucked ass. Uh, (laughs) So, anyways, what the fuck are we on here? I think we're on most attractive character now. Kevin Bacon. Yes. Tom. Okay, so Kevin Bacon is absolutely handsome in this, dude, but I got to give it to his wife because she's scrumdiddly fucking umptious, dude. She is hot. For some reason, her as a brunette with chokers just absolutely works. If she didn't have that bob haircut... Then she nope, made competition no. with me for Kevin. But for me, the bob haircut doesn't do it for me. I'm for, it's the, for bob, me. It's for the bob, dude. Yeah. I wanna give I wanna give a special runner up to the ghost girl because I watched her in house and she Yeah, she's hot really... in house. She wasn't hot in this. I watched her in Once Upon a Time. She was hot. Ah. Yeah. Can't say I've seen either one of those. Uh Really? You never watched House? You never watched House? Never watched House? Nope. Wow. I don't watch I, shows. I never watched House. I don't watch shows, man. House is fantastic. I just, it's really, I don't know. Knowing I have to put that much time into something, I'm like, nope. <laughs> A movie? Yeah, two to three hours? Solid. I'm good. We're done. But if I know I got to go seasons, ugh. questionable. <laughs> All right. So, score set the mood? Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's pretty average. Like, I don't, you know, this isn't one that I think like vinyl collectors are being like, ooh, I got the Stir of Echoes sound. <laughs> <laughs> Just could be wrong. But I would say it worked well. Yeah. It's fitting for the movie. Yeah. yeah. Best song? Painted Black. Painted Black. There you go. Yeah. yeah I, but I prefer the original Rolling Stones yeah, version. Yeah, but still. Yeah. 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 It I is actually, my favorite Stones song. I actually picked Stay Awake by Dishwalla because I'm Ooh. actually not a Rolling Stones fan. Right. I'm not a Rolling Stones fan either, but it's fucking painted black. Like, I mean, it's a great fucking song. I love the lyrics. I don't know. I used, to, I used to kick my wife's ass on Guitar Hero with painted black every time. Nice. Oh, Guitar Hero. I just, every time I see a red door, I think of the song and I sing it and I'm like, I want to paint it black. <laughs> see, every time I see a red door, I just think of Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, that too. I'm talking about even in movies. Like I was watching Nightmare on Elm Street the other day, and I was all, "I want to paint it black." <laughs> I do it all the time. I don't know. Fair enough. <laughs> all righty. So, favorite character? Ooh, Ooh um... the little kid. Ooh, I liked him. He was cool. I'm gonna give it to the 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 black guy. The one that was because oh. he was Neil. in the movie for like what two or three minutes Neil? and I re- Neil. yeah Neil and Neil. I really wanted to see more. Oh, of him. His name is Neil. His name is Neil. Yeah, I was leaning that way too. Ooh, very oh, good choices because like, you know what Neil's kind Neil. of a, Neil is definitely a uh, that's an underdog one. I like I that because he's yeah, definitely really got like he's got some crazy backstory, dude. That would probably be fantastic, mm-hmm. dude. Give me a whole movie about just Neil. Right, like young Neil and like whatever he had to deal with to figure out that he had this there shit you going go. on. There you go. What would you call it? A stirring of echoes. He had an uncle who worked at this hotel and was brutally murdered. Jen wants to know, did anybody else question when the dad shot in the basement? I assume he killed himself, but then he pops out. 
I'm assuming I he, he did fired. that to psych I think it. He was, I think he was going to, and then he was just so frustrated that he couldn't do it that he just popped a cap off. Like right. Feeling or something. And then he just waited down there because he knew. I feel like he knew those other fuckers were coming there. Oh, yeah. That's what he said. They were going right. to kill you, Frank. Right. Like, like he knew. Yeah. I he did, I don't think he was gonna kill Frank by any means. I think he just was, you know what I mean, like. Or Tom, yeah, they were gonna kill you. Tom. Yeah, he was saying or, yeah, Frank Jesus. said they're gonna kill you, Tom. Yeah, yeah. yeah so so I, I think he went down there and he just fired off a round, like to make yeah. Tom think that he killed himself. Because regardless, he knew that that Frank and his kid were coming over to fucking kill him, and right. so he wanted to put a stop to it. He felt bullied you know, into even keeping the secret. And so he had to put an end to it. And so that's what he did. So it, with this father's kind of like falsified jurisdiction, jurisdiction, I guess, I don't know how you want to say this, like just for like how he feels, like how he has to protect his son, dude. That's the kind of shit that always fucking scares me about just people. You know what I mean, dude? Like, yeah, it, it almost goes as far as like, Oh, I don't know, dude. Like any like religious nut in any movie, like when they're just overly zealous about like everything, dude. It's just because that's just their way of lifestyle, and they, you know what I mean. Like they, they can't, it can't change, and yeah. so it's gotta. They're gonna do whatever they are are willing to protect it. It's I don't know, dude. Okay, I have a really interesting question. So in the uh, in the dream sequence, when he goes in and he's talking to the kid, the kid pulls out the gun, and the kid shoots himself. Yes, and he rubs the blood all over his face and shit. Why would you shoot yourself in the side? Um, because, I mean, that kid already like got pushed into it, dude. So at the end, like he was probably so frazzled that like he didn't know what to do, and suicide was like. Some people, I feel like, when they're going into suicide, I could be a way. This is this is gonna be a kind of a weird subject, but like. Some people are going into it. They know exactly what they're going to do. And some people just are doing it because they think that's what they need. To, you know what I mean? Like, so they yeah. don't really want to do it, but they still like are, are committed enough to try to do something. So it almost, it, it almost falls on the line of like a cry for help. I almost. took it as he wanted to suffer because but he, he didn't want to die. She suffered because right. he knew that she suffered. So that was his penance for, Right. Being there, you know? I guess that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, obviously the dude was scared as fuck. You know that kid. You know that fam that family was so pressured by the other family. Yeah. Just that yeah, whole no situation. Doubt. So it's like obviously that boy snapped, but he was he didn't snap to the point where he wanted to kill kill himself, but he you know what I mean? He just didn't know yeah. what to do. So this sucks, dude. Unfortunately, it's a, it's a dark subject, but... Well, Donnie said that some do that. Uh, he had a patient long ago when he was an orderly that did that. So, Damn, dude. We, yeah, uh, just just before graduation this year, we had three students pass... Or two students pass away in a car accident. <clears throat> After graduation rehearsal, they all got in a car together. It was three students. They were racing. The guy wrecked. Two of his friends died. The other kid just committed suicide. Jesus, dude. like a couple of days ago, the one that survived, he survivor's guilt. Yeah, yeah, he couldn't live with it. And he it happens, dude. Himself, man, so. It sucks, dude. Yeah, and you know what sucks, man, is like that's that old, you know, say whatever you want, man, but every class has one at least. Yeah, one. and yeah. I mean, dude, I do. I mean, 
You know what I mean? Like I can't, it, it might not always be like right around high school, but it, it seems like it's uh, most of the time. It's usually, there's always run around senior year, whether it's during or Dude, after. our senior year, but, our senior year, we had one in the, uh, in memory of some kid yeah. who committed suicide who was in Bro. my class. My tattoo, right, my tattoo right here is literally for my buddy Sean who passed in our senior year. Man. And we had, and we, we didn't even know. We, we, we had one girl. We had one girl that was a couple years behind us that did it purely by accident. Oh, really? Because she didn't think the gun was loaded. It was never loaded before. And she just whipped it out and looked at her friend and said, hey, check this out. Well, I don't even mean that. I mean, just like a, a, a <laughs> student that ends up like passing. No, right? that's yeah. that actually didn't happen until years later for our class. Oh, no shit. Like after after high school. Hmm. All right. Let's get off this sound. Yeah, let's, that's, yeah, very, that's, very, that's very depressing. <laughs> that's very depressing. Hold on. Let's bring this to the back. Reel it on and reel it on. Was it scary? Right. Was it scary? Yes. Yeah. yeah, I would say it's a little. Um, mm-hmm. It's definitely got some jump scare moments in there. Yep. And the wife definitely jumped a few times. And say what you will. I know people hate jump scares, but a scare is a fucking scare. So deal with it. Jump, yep. uh, it, it works. It, it counts. Well, and of course yep. you get the super intense cringe with the nails and the teeth. That is what gets ah. me. Ah. Like I literally was like, no. I don't. I. It's <laughs> the nail is worse for me than the tooth. They're about the same for me. I gotta I go. Know, I, I feel Steven, like everybody. It's like everybody has that dream where their teeth fall out right? some yeah. point. I hate. That. I've never, never had dream. that. I've You've never, never had, had that dream. Really? I had always it. have that dream, and I'm like trying to push them back in. I'm like, no, not yeah. this time, God. I've also it. never had a falling dream. I can't remember ever having a falling dream, actually. Homie, so I, I smoke way too much to. Try. I was told <laughs> that a falling dream is you die in your sleep, and the angels trying to take you to heaven, but they drop you, and you wake back up because you fall back into your body. Maybe that's maybe I'm just never going <laughs> Those to fucking some clumsy heaven, ass so angels. Maybe <laughs> Right? Like, fucking send this B team. Like, all right, here you go. <laughs> Dude, that happened to my dog a couple weeks ago. He was just sitting there sleeping peacefully, and he just jumps up. Like, oh, did you wake up before you hit the ground? <laughs> anytime I see anytime I see a dog sleeping, dude, and they always do that, like, run, like that run in their sleep and, like, yeah. whimper. I don't know why, dude, but it's just, to me, I feel like I always hope they're just dreaming of, chi- like, chasing a giant hot dog. I don't know something, what something great, like just like, like just a giant food item of some kind, and they're mm-hmm. just like, yeah. Like, I'm always. And then when they have I'm the always... scary dreams, when they have the scary dreams and they're whimpering, it's because the food's chasing them. <laughs> Ooh. Well, I'm always torn. I'm always wondering: are are they like having fun? They're chasing something, and have, like, or is that whimper? Is that like, should I wake them? Are they having a nightmare? I'm always like torn. I don't know. But for some reason, the giant hot dog in my head is like the movie style <laughs> hot dog that comes out when you're like, let's yeah. all go to the movie. <laughs> Yeah, but, so, and I gotta say, I am really jealous of my dog because whenever he lays down, when he finally decides he wants to sleep, he lays down and boom, less than thirty seconds, he's dreaming and moving. That's me, dude. What are you talking yeah. about? Me? I passed the fuck out. I can, I can make myself go to sleep. I've like, seen right Steve now, go to sleep, dude. Steve yeah. and I were literally talking, and then it was like, <laughs> yeah, we're talking, talk. and then I'm out. Boom, and I was like, all right, it's time to go to sleep, and I was yep. like, boom, yep, <laughs> fantastic. I can, I can shut my shit off, and I'm out. And then Cameron destroyed the toilet the next morning. Oh, my God. <laughs> I <laughs> forgot Cameron. about that, dude. Hey, guys. So dude, uh, we were just talking about, that a couple, we were talking about that a couple weeks ago. How could you forget? Did you unclog it, Cameron? <laughs> I think well, I missed there that. There wasn't a plunger. Part of the conversation. Jesus. God fuck, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a tear in my eye on that one, dude. I love that kid. 
He fucking doubled. Oh my god, you doubled up on something that was already broken. What the fuck, you idiot? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, does it hold up today? Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Yes. Yeah, it does. Yes. I want to watch it in HD though. I will admit I fucked up on that, but I also didn't care because DVD is fine. But I'm assuming you guys saw it on because y'all watched it on streaming. So y'all watched it on HD. Probably Christmas fuck, I imagine. Yeah. 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 Right. So I mean, I I would like to see it in 4K at some point, but yeah, it looked pretty good. Is it not out in 4K? I didn't look. I don't think. Okay. So, how is the acting? Top fucking notch, yeah, dude. Top no, fucking no. notch. Hell yeah. Some of the best of the best. All right, cinematography. Uh, so it was. It was there. Average. It was slightly it was, above average. I I would say, yeah, I would say above average because, like I said, dude, like. If you think about like the dream shit, dude, of like him going to sleep and everything, I consider that all part of it, and like just the weird. So I would say, yeah, pretty good. Like yeah, pretty there, good. there is some cool, memorable scenes for sure. Uh, I don't know. I just want a floating, comfy chair. Like, yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. You know what I mean? Like, who who doesn't be like? <laughs> there was actually a. I don't know. Have you guys ever played any of the Saints Row games at all? Yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you play Get Out of Hell? Yeah, yeah. No, I haven't played that one. Okay, you did. Do yes. you remember the recliner in that? Yes. That's that. Yes, that's that. So yep. There's a fucking vehicle in Get Out of Hell that's a recliner, dude. And you just like, <laughs> like you just like moped around on this recliner. But it's got an arsenal. So when you recline, dude, it shoots missiles and shit <laughs> out the fucking <laughs> underneath. And, yeah, it's fucking that's awesome. Yeah. I don't know why that you know, made me think of that, but. That's that's on that uh, new PlayStation Plus thing, so I might have to get that. That's my dream cleaner right there. Yeah. Right? It, Dude, so Saints Row 4 was eh. 3 was my favorite. 4 was kind of eh. But Get Out of, Get Out of Hell was actually pretty uh, fun. Come on. Like, that was pretty fun. Four, 4 had fucking Keith David as the president. 4 was... I'm not saying 4 wasn't good, dude. Four, like, <laughs> but 4 was just so over the top because it was all the Matrix kind of shit where you could start yeah. flying around and everything, yeah. dude. We're like... Three was like, I didn't do three was already over the top as it is. And I love Keith David, but dude, three had fucking Burt Reynolds. And, you know, as the mayor coming in, yep. it, I don't know, man. I got to replay the, I got to play the new one, actually. I just love that it let you carry your character over from the previous game. And That's everyone, awful. y'all remember the, the, uh, the penetrator, right? The penetrator was the giant dildo bat, dude. So when oh, you go around, it would just yes. flop around. Oh like, god, blah, 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 blah. I did. Oh. It was my favorite weapon of all time. You just go up and just whack. Like you, so, said, you, you said penetrator. All I could think of was the anal probe in uh, Destroy All Humans for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> so when no, we no, no. when we played, we used to play the fuck out of Saints Row. Like my brother and I were obsessed with these games. He went out and bought the suit that his character fucking wore. So that he could be all fancy schmancy wearing it out. Like purple <laughs> fucking like yeah, he like went way over the top with it. I'm like, right on, bro. Right like Saints Row <laughs> Saints Row one was just straight up a GTA clone. Saints Row yeah. two is where it started finding its footing with the funny. Yeah. Because I mean, come on, dude. When they're just like, Hey, we gotta destroy the reality of this district. Take a poop truck and just smear poop all over the <laughs> like, All right, let's fucking do it. Let's fucking go. <laughs> That's Saints Row. Uh <laughs> All right, so fuck all that. Back to this shit. <laughs> Gang, did y'all like the premise? Yep. Loved it. Hell to the yeah. Absolutely. Fantastic. 
Kevin Bacon fucking seeing ghosts. So Donnie said, Donnie said, I did not watch for the podcast. It's been 15 years at least. I'm amazed what I remember. Got it queued up now on Peacock to watch after this. Awesome. Hell yeah, Donnie. Hell yeah. Right on. Absolutely. Fucking That's great. All right. So we are on our R's. Our recycle, rewind, remake, or reboot. Rewind. Rewind Rewind this shit for days. Rewind for days. I want reboot now with Kevin Bacon now and the kid now. Oh, do you have to reboot it or can you just get a sequel? Well, it'd yeah, be the same. Reboot, reboot, yeah, reboot, reboot, would be... reboot the sequel. Think of James yeah. and Bob reboot. It's a sequel. You're just rebooting yeah. the series. I guess. Yeah. Dude, I am so pissed off, by the way, because I was just thinking about Jane and Bob the other day and looked at him like, how the hell did this movie come out like 20 years ago? Yeah, the old son. We are fucking Jane old. Jane Bob. You said the same thing about sorority boys, boys yeah. dude. Two thousand two. Like, that's where did twenty. 20... Old. Dude, we're so old. So I, I didn't tell you guys this because it was a very, very sad day, and I wanted to slap one of my son's friends when I went to Corpus Christi Comic Con. Of right. course, I dressed up like Silent Bob. Word. So one of my son's friends goes, "I don't know if you're a movie character or you're supposed to be a school shooter. Like, what? What are you?" And I'm like. Oh, you son of a bitch. <laughs> like, I had to stop myself from slapping this fucking 20-year-old idiot. Uh, uh, Steve, if it makes you feel better, kids. when I also dressed like that, um, most people knew who I was, but there was one I sent. And I felt that it was pretty fucking on pop, like, you know, for what it no. was. And she was like, who the fuck are you supposed to be? I'm like, Silent Bob. And then she's like, who the fuck is that? And I, was, I almost uh... had a heart attack. I was like, ah, she's like, well, I'm not as old as you. I'm like, you're 27. You're not that fucking like much. That's when you look at them and say, if you you don't know who Silent Bob is, why the fuck are you here at this con? No, this was just like in a picture in general, because like we were showing Oz place or whatever. But at the same time, I was like, dude, like that hurt a little bit. I was like, oh, you don't know who Silent Bob is, man. Uncultured swine. That's like saying you don't know who Cheech and Chong are. Like. But once again, we're old, so yeah, yeah, we are. Whatever. Yeah, it happens. All right, so we're gonna rate this bitch. Mister Kane, start us off with a three point nine. Thank you, Brody, once again for your lovely review. Heather, what do you got for us? So I think I'm gonna do three point eight. Three point eight from the redhead of the dead. Scuba Steve, a four. Solid four from Scoob. All right. Chad Daddy? This gets a four and a half from me. This Ooh, is a damn near perfect movie to me. Four and a half from the Chad Daddy. And let's see. I mean, dude, like Kevin Bacon, absolutely fantastic acting. Dude brings it 100%. And he's not the only one. The cast is perfect yeah. for this. Nobody hands it up. Great movie. It's spooky. There's always there's parts that you expect scares. There's parts that you don't expect scares. It's not a near perfect movie, but I think I'm gonna have to agree with the Chad Daddy and also the 0.5. Nice. Like, it's it's solid. It is. It's a solid movie, and it's one of those ones where I it, it's weird that I haven't watched it in so long, but I kind of was Same. almost happy that I haven't just to enjoy it as much as I just did. You see, there are some movies that I like to watch sporadically because of how much I love them, like this Alien. Yeah, another one. Right. You don't want to like you. Don't, you don't want to water it down by watching it too much. Yeah. Alien or Aliens is like once a year at best. Yeah. It's kind of with a thing. Thing I might watch too, twice. 
Because anytime winter time's around, it's definitely like up, and yeah. then sometimes especially just... if you're snowed in, it's a perfect snowed in. Movie. Yeah, we don't get snow, but when it's super fucking cold outside, that's when I watch the thing. Where, right. which is funny because it came out in the summer. It was a summer movie release. Yeah. All right, so I fucked that up real quick. So we're just gonna start. All right, so Brody had a three point eight. You had a three point seven, Heather, right? No, Brody was three point nine. I was three. I'm sorry. 3.9, 3.8, Steve, you were four. 4.0, 4.5, 4.5. Brody says, if you want a fantastic Blu-ray release of this, suss out Imprint Films release. It's great. Huh. Oh, well, well there you Brody. go. Thank you, Brody. All right. So that gives us a 4.1. That sounds very, very, very nice. A 1999 Stir of Echoes. Yeah, fantastic. All right, I think that's solid. What do we got next week? We have no clue. We didn't pick anything yet. Flat yes, we do. Flatliners. All right, right. we got Scoob's, ah! Scoob's pick for Flatliners. Yeah. yeah. My nipples just got hard as fuck. <laughs> it's such a great movie. Not the remake, though. The original. Oh, no, of course. Man, I haven't, I haven't seen I, that since I was a teenager, man. I have I saw not that in watched theaters. it. We're talking 1990. 1990. I, Flatliners. I think I rewatched it maybe five years ago. Looks like she's on. Oh man, she's on fucking Peacock, Roku for free, Amazon, and then the rest were paid. All right. I'm excited. Never watched it. Who's in this? Michael Douglas. All right. Oh, produced by Michael Douglas. Did you just say you've never seen it? I told you before. I've never seen this. I he forgot. Said it, he said on last week's episode. Or- I forgot. I do. Oh, okay, yeah. I do remember you saying I'll, that. Yeah. I'll fully admit that I've never like what I haven't seen. Ah, oh, sweet. Ooh, well, you're gonna so more. So more Kevin Bacon. All right. We're getting more bacon, baby. More bacon. The baconator is. Back. If, we, if we can do a Jay Allo segment, we can do a bacon segment. You know, this is kind of no, funny because no, no, it was supposed to be. Well, I mean, it, unless you could find a third Kevin Bacon psychological one. Yeah, Invisible Man. Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Hollow Man. Is that Hollow psychological man. though? I don't know if that's. I almost consider that slasher. Okay. I mean, it's it's not really horror, but Wild it's Things not, is kind of psychological. Do you just want to yeah. see his penis? <laughs> <laughs> that's you know fair how many if you people, do. I'm you, not judging you know, by any means. You know how many of our fans would love that. <laughs> I mean, right. Dude, my wife, that is a steady complaint with hers. Is like anytime we do see dick, usually it's like pus crusted and filled. Thank you. Uh. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. What the fuck was that? Garbage of a Kevin movie. Fever. Thank you. Kevin Fever 2. <laughs> Kevin Fever 2. We need to fucking. Had the best elbow drop I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it did, though. <laughs> it redeemed it in that part of it. <laughs> oh, I still look back at that and laugh. That was the best All thing right. ever. So, 1990s Flatliners. Courtesy of Steve's pick for next week. Nice. All righty. There is there is a psychological haunted house supernatural cursed movie that Kevin Bacon's in called You Should Have Left. It came out in 2020. Oh, I've been wanting to see that. Well, I here's the thing it. though. We got to Technically, it would be Bob's pick. So yeah, we yeah. Give it to Bob regardless. And, yeah, and what. we probably should try to get back away from the big studio. Well, but, no, you know, it's, we're this, still this is, psychological. So. This is funny because I was just, and not really psychological, but I was sitting here watching this last night, and it made me really, really wish that we could do Tremors again and review it on our criteria because when we did it, we did it for comics and kaijus. Mm-hmm. We did. We did. 
I mean, we always maybe can. We did the second one. Yeah, we've never done it on Gorenmore. That's what I'm saying. That's comics and kaijus. Why can't we do Tremors again? I didn't. Nobody said we couldn't. Let's. Uh, I feel like that. That might have to run. In, I feel like that could be a, maybe a next year, though. Maybe not so close still yet. That's all right. Let it fade it back a little bit. He's so well, said he's in one of my picks. Off. You saw him whack off too, right? <laughs> I mean, listen, dude. I'm not saying I wouldn't watch Wild Things, but I don't know if it would necessarily be. Would that be Gore more? Not really. Yeah, not really. I don't even it's know if that. I don't know more. Is it's that in the and more? Is that even the more though? It is the more. It is. The <laughs> more. All right. Fair enough. Um. All right, so we are closing in at two hours. We're at an hour fifty-three right now. I don't have much for nerdy news. I got. I do have something. Visit. I just pulled this up. I just pulled this up on Bloody Disgusting. I don't know if you guys saw this, but did you see what was teased for the next DLC for the Evil Dead game? No, but I Mia. Oh, Mia. Yeah. Oh wow! Fuck yes, dude! Yeah. Cross it over, baby. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's fantastic. But I did see the DLC. For multiverse, which I sent to Steve because I know it's one of his favorite characters, they're putting in fucking Stripe from fucking Gremlins, dude. What? Yeah, I'm there, I'm there for that. I'm <laughs> there put, for that, dude. Th- this is the DLC package: fucking Black Adam and Stripe. And I'm like, what a fucking package, dude! That's, like, that's yeah. great. What's going on? I like obviously Black Adam. Yeah, I get that. You know, movies coming out, blah blah. blah. It's like, but Gremlins, dude. There I just, not, aren't they doing? A, aren't they doing a show or something? HBO yeah, they're Max supposed to do an animated. But I just and like I said, dude, I know we talked crazy possibilities for this game for multiverses. Yeah, but I just I honestly was not expecting a Gremlins, dude. So that yeah. was that's cool. So that ties into my thing. So it's sort of a cross between slice of life and nerd news because yes. I went to Zach Galligan's panel and I got to ask him about gremlins 3 and i was like okay can you confirm what i've read that chris columbus wants to make sure everything gets kept practical effects if this ever happens and he's kind of skirted around it a little bit but then he was like yeah if we do any cgi it'll be only if there's like a huge scene with like you know 500 gremlins he's like he's absolutely gonna make sure he keeps it practical effects and he you probably don't know this he did announce it at um I think he said San Francisco Comic-Con, so maybe you've heard about it through the internet, that he's doing a voice in the animated in the, series. Yep. He's, he had to sign a non-disclosure. He recorded that two years ago. He said he couldn't even tell his family that he was going to be in the animated series. They kept being <laughs> like, dude, you should really get yourself out there. Like, You should try to like be involved in the animated series. They're like, yeah, I know. But <laughs> anyways, he said that when it comes out, we should all stream it constantly. He was like, you're vacuuming the floor or whatever. Just put it on and have it streaming in the background. He was like, the more streams we can get of that and the more merch we can get bought associated with the animated series will get us there to push the studio to let us make Gremlins 3. Hmm. Thing is, they got to actually make like officially licensed merch for them to get. Like, right. Well, hopefully that'll too. happen. But it's so, an animated series, so I'm sure we'll get some. My problem is, it's like. So when I want to buy merch, most of my merch is clothing. It's hats and shirts. Yeah, I bought a pillow and soap, but obviously the soap's going to go away at some point. You know what I mean? So like, you're I don't know. Scrubbing no, your nuts I agree with, with him like about the streaming thing. He's like, just pull it up and just have it playing in the background. When you're no, not doing yeah. anything, just play it over and over again. It's not bad. So mm. I don't have anything nerdy per se, but I just got a text message right now. I entered this thing called Face of Horror. I don't know if you guys have seen it around. 
Um, it's a thirteen thousand dollar contest. It's like a cosplay contest. Is that I the guess? one that you can something with, with Kane, Kane Hodder? Hodder. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I just got picked. Oh. To what? participate in it. Nice. Not that I won, but I I I get to move on to that with so my you're maniac. One, you're one step closer. Yeah, with my maniac cop cosplay. Nice. There nice. You go. He's such a tiny little man. Who came? <laughs> Gain. So oh, he wears yeah. lifts in his shoes. He's really like six two, just FYI. No, 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 no. He's not. I'm six two. That with, motherfucker is I, I not. I think he's six two with the lifts. He, yeah, at best, he is clearly like five nine, dude. I don't even know if he's five foot. Five nine, dude. Do <laughs> you not see him? Did you see? I've never him? seen him in person. No, but Heather though, he was there this weekend. Like yeah, I saw yeah, him walking yeah. around. Hey. I mean, no, I only saw him seven. sitting down at his booth. I never saw him walking I, around. I, I'm not trying to badmouth the motherfucker by any. Oh, I know. You know what I mean, I know. dude? It's Kane, it's Kane Hodder, dude. Like, dude's done a lot of shit, and he's been great with the horror community. And he's old as fuck. So he looks tiny and frail, dude. And I'm just like, oh, my God. I would break Jason in half if I ever even fucking, like, accidentally hit him. But- <laughs> Brody, when you come to the States, when you move your ass here, you can do... The maniac cop short. I am fucking down. You know what? Jen was actually asking. She's like, I wish Brody would somehow like get his ass to a con. I'm like, well, he actually wants to just fucking move here. Yeah. So if he does, then yes. So uh right. See, yeah, Jen saw him. She was like, he looks tiny. I was like, maybe he, he forgot tiny. his lifts. I'm pretty sure he was in his lifts. <laughs> maybe it's like shrinking. <laughs> I mean, you kind of do when you get older. Yeah. You know, that's just that. You know. Well, see, now I need to go to a con where he's at because I want to see if I'm taller than him or not. Because I'm six foot, even. But Rob said he's about five uh, ten. I told you, dude, he's not over six foot, but he does wear the like. Come on, man. I mean, look how tall Tom Cruise looks in all his movies. Oh, dude, I definitely Cruise wear is a fucking Bro, midget as shit. Dude. I'm not talking shit. I wear lifts in my fucking boots when I do my Jason cosplay because I need so, to look bigger than what I am. You know what? I actually did for the first time this weekend. And even my one buddy's like, why the fuck do you need to wear lifts? And I'm like, you know what? Because everybody else is wearing lifts. So why the fuck? But you know what? I? It looked fucking great. And you looked massive the way that version of Jason should look because that's Frankenstein Jason. You know who doesn't? Well, yeah, but I did it for lifts? fucking Leatherface too. You did it for Leatherface too. You know who doesn't what? have to wear lifts? Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> oh God! When somebody was looking My for me, and I was with Bobby. I was like, "Just look for the tall guy." Let's say, I was like, like, look for the tall, massive dude. <laughs> dude, watching him put on. Uh, I got to see Bobby drop trial this weekend. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you get a peek at the hog? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> That meat don't mountain. ask, don't tell. Meat mountain. That's right. What happens at Cherry Hill stays at Cherry Hill. Speaking of, oh my fucking god! Yeah. Oh god. Oh hold god. on. Hold on. You're gonna. All right. So I gotta find it first, and I will. But I'm gonna continue talking. Oh, yeah. I, I think I know what story yeah. you're gonna tell. Yeah. 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 No, 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 uh, so anyway, hold on. I gotta find it. Find it in the chat. Anyways, yes, there it is. So let me download that. All right. So. Before I even go into this, the last nerdy thing I'm going to say for Nerdy News is if you are a real Ghostbusters fan, which you better be, I hope so, um, if you have Amazon Prime, which most people fucking do, head on over. They have all 10 seasons now of real Ghostbusters. They are missing episodes. They only have 100 episodes. But it goes up into the 10th season of like the Slimer and the real Ghostbusters shit. Like, so 
Needless to say, if you want a real Ghostbuster fix, head on over to fucking Amazon Prime, dude. You can hey, definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna sit. Th- I'm gonna sit there and watch that with the kids. They're gonna love that. Uh yeah. Julie and I were watching it today, man. And well, because we started yesterday, I got this pillow, and I was like, "Well, we're." She's like, "Who's the pumpkin?" I'm like, "That's Sam Hain." So I had to fucking put on his first episode there, and then today she's like, "I want to watch more," and I was like, "Oh, we're gonna start with one of my favorite ones, dude." And I started with the Boogeyman. Yeah. And the Boogeyman, I, she. She didn't think so, but I was like, I used to think this dude was creepy as fuck when I was a kid. Like, just his voice and the whole fucking overly sized head and shit. But anyways, I didn't bring this up in my slice of life because I honestly kind of forgot about it. This will be a great way to go out on the show. Um, And I apologize in advance. So here's a video of myself sending it to some homies this weekend. And uh, yeah, here we fucking go. So I'm out having a walk at my hotel, having a smoke. And... uh, Walk around and, well, we're in Jersey. You know how I know? Look what I found. That's right. Butt plug. Oh, (laughs) God. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Yeah. Just straight out. I mean, it was in the back. It was in the back of the hotel and it was near the dumpster. But it was near. I mean, it was near the back door. Yeah, it was. <laughs> <The back door. laughs> but I have so many questions, and I guess my first and foremost is, who throws away a perfectly good butt plug? Is Maybe my, the yeah. girl that was wearing it. It fell out, and she didn't. I'm gonna know. say, in all actuality, what the most likely scenario is: the fucking housekeepers found it. And they oh! threw it out, and it probably fell it, out of the it garbage. Maybe it bounced or something like out of a garbage can. It's possible. Or, 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 some <laughs> last <laughs> a penetrator. Some last that night found a pair, you know, and she was uh, she wanted to be a little bit of a seahorse or a seesaw, I guess. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe maybe somebody had Chinese it in. finger trap. Somebody there had, you go. Somebody had it in and just had Taco Bell. And just blast, wit- and it blasted clean, it out. Though. It could have been a really big fart. It popped like a champagne cork. I'm just. Dude, what day was, did you see it? Was it? Was it? It Saturday? was fucking Friday. Friday. I literally. Why just did you check in? To why the did hotel. you keep that to yourself until yesterday, man? <laughs> well, I sent it to the Gallows Lane group, and I kind of forgot about it because, like, dude, it was Friday and was rushing, and I was like, "Oh, I gotta get to the con." <laughs> so, anyways, but it was like, bro, we literally got to the hotel. And it was like 2.30. It was like a half hour before check-in. They let us check in because our room was fucking ready. So Jen and I get up in there. We're getting like all set. I'm like, all right. I haven't smoked any bud in like six fucking hours because of drive. Daddy needs to go fucking smoke. So I went outside, dude. And I'm just fucking walking around doing my thing. Fucking just scoping out the surrounding area like I do. Because I just like to go on little adventures while I smoke. Because I always find random shit. Well, cue random shit coming in right here. Literally and figuratively. I'm walking around, dude, and I just see this gleam off to the fucking left, and I'm like, what the fuck is that, dude? That's and this shiny. And this was at Doubletree, not the Holiday Inn, right? This is a Holiday Inn. This was a right. Holiday Inn. Okay. I would have expected this at Doubletree, but this was a Holiday Inn. <laughs> Double this was a classic joint. Bro, this is like the Hilton. <laughs> Listen, not for fucking nothing, dude, but Holiday Inn was $200 cheaper than Doubletree, and at Doubletree... There was rooms that didn't have fucking microwaves. They didn't even have mini fridges. There was people like just having Bobby himself. They were having consistent key card issues where they had to keep getting him reassigned to the rooms. Fuck that hotel. 
the con was great, but that hotel, like, in the six months we're going to have. <laughs> yeah, there was, it was. Donnie, you are 100% right. It was like a, oh. I got to put that shit up here. Oh, so, like, and it was. I, I was like, it was a gleam off to the distance. And I'm like, what is that, dude? Is that? And I, I just see this big pink thing. And I'm like, what? Is that a ring pop? What the fuck is that, dude? And I fucking start getting closer. I'm like, oh, my God, it's a butt plug. And yeah. Oh, fuck. Not even at I don't know what I'm supposed to do with this quest item. Where the fuck does this go? Not even take that. Yeah, oh, you know this, where it goes. If this was in Zelda and Zelda and Link was like, hey. <laughs> Take this on your quest. It'll help you later. He's gonna be like, "Fuck that shit, old man!" Like, get your ass out of here, dude. Oh, uh, fucking dick. No, that shit was. Uh, it was a fantastic weekend, but dude, like that was just. I don't know why that was like a perfect start, and, and dude, I'm not trying to base Jersey all of Jersey on one little like soul experience. But at the same time, I was like, I don't know why, but for some reason, I'm not shocked. <laughs> Maybe it's just Cherry Hill area. Maybe. I don't fucking know. Johnny just looked on like, well, welcome to Jersey. <laughs> Pretty much. I was just like, what the? God damn it. <sighs> and then my buddy's like, I had one buddy. He's like, yo, did you keep it? And I was like, what? I was like. What do you want me to do? I'm like, first of all, A, I'm not picking that up. And even if I had to pick that up, there's no way I'm not picking that up, like, not unless it's like dog poop style, where I'm like, I'm going to fucking bag my hand to be like, and then re fucking flip the bed. No, 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 no. So, ah, that was fantastic, Donnie. That was, (laughs) I'm still chuckling about that shit, dude. Uh, what did Rob say on the way home from this time? Stopped at a truck stop that was selling a shirt. Someone in New Jersey hates you. Yeah, exactly, dude. 100%. 100%. All right. I think that is plenty enough as we are after the two hour mark. We're probably yeah. going to get our PB slapped. Yeah. So buddy. let's uh, fucking wrap this diddle up. Heather, if you want to start us off on roll call. All right. This is Heather, your redhead of the dead, saying I'll eat your brains later. Woo. This is your host with the ghost prince of paranormal, the Duke of the Dead, the ghost daddy, the sinister minister, Lord Scuba Cabra, saying, see you later, motherfuckers. Yeah, this is your dark lord of knowledge, your Chad Daddy, saying I'll see you bitches next week with Flatliners. Thank you, Chad Daddy. And this is your Fluff Master Supreme, Big Johnny D, saying adios, gorehounds, and remember, stay fresh, cheese.